glory in the legends of this hard muscle life. And there's poetry in each season made of sweat and strife. But now's the time to work and strain at a sport that tests the spirit and challenges the brain. Come on, come on, come on. Let's go. Yeah, I'd like to have 75 degrees of sunny all the time, too, but that's not football. Do you fear the force of the wind, the slash of the rain? We're going to play it through light and rain. Go face them and fight them. Be savage again. Oh, this has been a stressful week. Understatement. Like so much emotions emoting from. Is, is this from a little Sean McCoy Bob. support group? This is for you, Tom. Yeah. This is a safe space <laughs> where no spoilers, except for the spoilers we're going to talk about later. Um, game of Thrones come out. Um, hello, everyone. And Endgame. And I'm, Endgame. I'm going to spoil Endgame for Porter. No, oh, I would do that. never. I wouldn't. I wouldn't pull a Courtney Friedman. Yeah, that's right. I'm calling you out, Courtney. <laughs> sixth Sense, Sixth Grade. I'll never, never forget. I'll never forget. <laughs> They're she, all dead. She Damn her, it. She broke her arm shortly after that. What was that my doing? <laughs> <laughs> just, just happened to be a coincidence. It, it was, it's called karma. Yeah. She is a bitch. <coughs> um, Why don't you take care of yourself there? Accidents happen all the time. I don't know that one. Nothing. <laughs> Put me in Coach Podcast. Bobby Blanco, Tom Natale, Ian Foster, Greg Porter back in studio. What and our good friend up? Bill Wallerstad is joining us again. Mr. Cookie. Also back. Also oh, yes. back in his rightful place at the head of the table. <laughs> place um, at the table. A lot to get into because it's been a crazy week. I mean, we're doing well consistently and putting up episodes, which is good. But a lot has happened in yep. our world. Yep. Uh, the sporting world, the world of men, and the world of superheroes. So let's get into it, uh, starting with the rink, the ice yep. rink, the Washington Capitals. This is what started... Our our week of anxiety and stress and fear was Wednesday night. A double overtime loss in Game 7 to the Carolina Hurricanes as they advance. And their defending Stanley Cup champion season comes to an end. Um, Huge bummer for me. It It was a huge bummer. And I think in our playoff preview episode, we all kind of agreed, as long as you don't get knocked out in the first round. Don't get knocked out in the first round. It's fine. Yep. And what did they do? They got knocked out. They got knocked out. In double overtime. So you all know hockey a lot more than all of you guys know, much more than I do. What happened? We got outplayed. Yeah. They they, they were the better team. Carolina was they the better were. team. And it sucks to say it. The better team advanced. We got outplayed, got outcoached. They outhustled the hell out of us. Yep. I don't know if it was necessarily the better team, but the team that played better. Right. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yes. yes. I'll give you yes. I, th- I think I there's agree. only one game that we outplayed them, and it was game five. I think... Games one and two, I think I thought they played better, and we, we just, just started off hot. We started off hot, and then just held them off. But Carolina, they deserved it. I remember watching in the second overtime. I was like, "Can Carolina?" I actually got to the point. I was like, "Can Carolina just please get end this it. over with? Just end it. Just get this over with. My heart cannot take this." Yeah, yeah they they had tilted the ice pretty significantly against us in overtime, and it was just like, "All right, it's, it's over." And then and once just, Lars, when, when is it going to be? Exactly. Once Lars didn't go in. Ring the pipe. Ring, and then Ovi knocked the <laughs> helmet off. I was like, that was it. Those are our two chances. We're not getting anything. Carolina had us from jump. That shook his own goddamn helmet off. He did. Say. He did. That that power play where we got a, not a <laughs> single goal off in double overtime. I think that was the worst power play I've ever seen. Oh, my God. No, the worst one was when we got scored on. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Get, giving up a shorty. Was that the... Yeah. And watching Ovechkin go the other direction. Just turning away at the end of it, turning away, like not turning around, 
after the rebound shot, yeah. of staying in front of the crease, just basically doing a circle away and then a follow up shot immediately after that was heartbreaking. Yeah, is this a new hell? You yeah. kind of because I don't think we've. I mean, we have our fair share of Game 7 losses and pain, but have we ever gone up to nothing in the Game 7 and blown two two-goal leads in the Game 7? <laughs> the whole, Is the that whole a new series, torture? <laughs> they just looked lazy. They were passing lazily. There were a lot of turnovers. There were goals as a result of those turnovers. Yeah. And there's no urgency. It was, it was so None. ridiculous. Like, I'm watching. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, Carlson? Like, where is, where is that supposed to, supposed to go? Where... Uh, I felt like maybe it was a little bit a result of last year, as a fan at least, down in, into the, the latter rounds in the, in the conference finals and the Stanley Cup. It was just a sense of the feeling of, hey, we got this. We got this. It's going to happen. It's not a problem. And I yeah. feel like maybe they kind of approached the series the same way of, hey, mm-hmm. we just got this. We've got the talent. It's going to happen. We're just, we just got to go out there and skate, and you know, eventually it'll See, go I our way. I think that would be the opposite. Like After grinding through last what year. What should have happened. Yeah. You like would you, should, that, you would <laughs> think that you're like, hey, we know what it. Uh, that's at least what I thought. We know what it takes now. We got to, you know, every every game, every possession is important. You can't just walk through it. Yeah. The the Carolina the Hurricanes did two things very well, and that was hitting the net or hitting hitting the goaltender, like crashing the net and putting as much on the crease as possible. And back checking and uh, de- uh, offensive um, uh, coming back on to play defense and playing physical and, and doing a good job of it. Not just coming back into the motions to get the cup, the puck cleared out once it goes dumped into to the um, behind the goal like we usually do. Like actually coming back, being part of the play, stopping it from getting set up, and then hustling and going back down. They did those two things very very well, and it made us look fucking like shit. This yeah. is really the first time in, in years in our playoff lives that obviously we are so inferior to this team, at least on how the, the game was looked. played. The way, the way it looked. Play, yeah. I was like, it's not one of those, you know, um, penguin series where it just went back and forth, yeah. back and forth. And, no. you know, one fortuitous bounce and we lose. It was, to me, it was quite evident. Who no, the it was, especially was. the last, the last, the double overtime periods and the third period, it was obvious who the better and fresher team was. So I, I thought, and Porter, you can uh, agree, disagree. I'll, I'm curious to see what you think. I thought we got outcoached. Um, I, I think so, too. I, I, think, I think that so we – did, did we see the third way. or fourth line ever in overtime? It felt like ours our top six out the entire time, and that's yeah. why they look so dead. I and mean, they look yeah. We gave up a goal because to lose because Ovi skated out to you know, center ice and was just kind of idling there waiting for an outlet pass, yeah. and we didn't clear the zone, and boom, we're five on four, and it's right. cool. Yeah. Uh, no, and, I would agree. And the other thing is – <clears throat> It was kind of brought up a point that uh, Tampa Bay lost because they got outcoached. Like, they just got forechecked to hell. Yeah. And that's yeah. why they lost. To, to your point about them back checking really well, we never seem to have our defense, other than occasionally like uh, Orloff kind of jumping up into the start of a play, our defense never really jumped up to the blue line and yeah. it, it was there to accept a pass. And I don't know if that was by design. And we, di- we don't do it a lot, at least this season. We didn't seem to circle back the point, pass it up to them, and, and then let them dump it in. It seemed to be the first three. Let's just cycle. Let's just cycle. Let's just right. Cycle. Well, could, we couldn't even get it in. Like we can't pass back to the blue line if you don't even get it down deep. I mean, I, I don't know how many times this series Kuznetsov how how phenomenal he was last year was so bad this seven yeah. games, and every it seemed like every you know it used to be every time he had the puck you knew it was getting in deep they had a chance to score because he's the he's the most talent. He's the most gifted player on the ice mm-hmm. when he's at his best, and he wasn't that threat anymore this this year because he turned the puck over every time he crossed the blue line. The 
way it's supposed to work is that whatever side of the boards that it's going to or the defenseman, if you're on the blue line, your only job is to keep the puck in play and keep it inside. You if Maybe if you see two, def- two offensemen in front of you and the likelihood of you getting to it in time, like you'll cut and run and just fall back on the play and let it go, like that's a whoops, like that shouldn't have happened. But the other defenseman, the left defenseman's job is to get to the center and the uh, – uh, Center uh, uh, is job is supposed to come back and help and make sure that if it does get past them, it's not a fucking you know two on none or two on one or anything like that. And I completely agree with you. That was not part of the plan, and it was too too cute, too many type of like let's pass pass to a fucking you know ridiculous shot to this. Hundred percent. Not enough that. shots on net. Not enough crashing behind it. A lot of really errant arrogant pass passes that were like, oh, I'm just going to throw it across two fucking um, uh, defensemen and hope for the best coming up to the blue line. He misses it or it gets hit out by somebody else. And it's just, I was watching it just getting so fucking angry. So like, angry. Uh, So many parts of that were like, and it's, I said it last season a bunch when we would get angry about it, but in high school, if you were to ever see someone play like that or your coach show you that like that's what you were doing, you wouldn't fucking play. Like it's just a dumb move. And they're not I, – I feel like they got away from the fundamentals. They were too too much of a surgeon, not enough like a hammer. And they were definitely a hammer, and they were hitting constantly, and it just wore them down. They just got tired. Bill brought up a good point. I actually – I wrote this down because, to be honest, the first thing I thought of when that – when the puck went through the net, season's over, I, I, the first thing I said, this shit wouldn't have happened under trots. Oh, absolutely not. Am I the first – oh. is that wrong of me to think? No, I, mean, I totally agree. I thought – the way my my whole point was I was going to get to is that I didn't see a single adjustment the Caps made throughout the entire series last year. Every series it seemed like we see it, saw an adjustment around game three or four, which changed the course of each series. Didn't see it. It just seemed like they expected just to be able like you, like uh, Bill said earlier, just to go out and skate and win. And Carolina made adjustments and they came out on top and it worked out in the benefit. They were okay with giving us hot starts, knowing that they can make adjustments in the middle of the game and come out and forecheck us to hell yeah, and and outskate us. I think Ovi, by the start of the second OT, was like 30 minutes, 33 minutes, something like that. Like, that's fucking insane. Even for doing an overtime. Even for young Ovi, that's too much. That's (laughs) way too much ice time. Like, you have four lines for a reason. And I think, again, to piggyback off what you were saying, the other guy stepped up when he got hard when last year. I think that... Kepney going down, Ovi going or uh, um, uh, Oshi going down, really sucked. And I'll give it to you in the sense of coaching that it, I, I would have loved to have been in that locker room because it, he just doesn't seem like the type of person that would be the motivating type. Right. You're talking about Reardon. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, well, it's super interesting to the point of not making adjustments. I, I feel yeah. like I had at least heard that he was responsible for the adjustments we made in a lot of the last, last year's playoffs. In uh, and, and maybe against if, Vegas, yeah, and maybe if he's the switching assistant Carl, and, Carlson and Ovi in the power play, that yeah. was him. Maybe if he has the time to kind of sit back and do that, rather than the full head coaching responsibilities of motivating, of you know, of assigning ice time, stuff like that. Maybe that that frees him up to do it. But you'd think I, that's a in between games thing. It's not yeah. like it's not like we have a different opponent in games. Yeah. Was it you, Ian, or it might have been my friend Andy Kineska, who, who I think I saw tweet that said Todd Reardon is probably one of the best assistant coaches in the in the in the all hockey, but that's that's it. He, yeah, yeah. He's not going to be a good enough head coach. Whereas Barry Trotz is probably the best head coach of our generation of this past yeah. twenty years. I, or whatever I listened um, 
who's the post writer? Jerry Brewer went on Grant and Danny that, that day after the game. He had a really good point. He goes, I have two kids. My wife is the head coach. Yeah. I'm a pretty good assistant coach. But when she's out of town or she has a night out with the girls, it just the ship doesn't run as smoothly as yeah. as it does. I thought that was an interesting analogy yep. because you know it it was the Caps obviously made a point that we need to keep Reardon. Um, he is more valuable than than Trotz. And it was that the point there, Mick? Because that's kind of was going to go on to my next topic. Was I think Ted just didn't want to pay him? I, I think he got cheap. He got cheap. Mm-hmm. And how many what times? What is with our billionaire owners devaluing a, a very important job? You took the words sense. right out of my mouth, Thomas. Like, what is with every owner in this town just n- refusing to pay you guys, head coaches and what, managers? What, what is a head coach? What is he supposed to get you? What is he supposed to do? You guys know how owners get And all be all is to win, win the championship. Win championships? On a contract year, what did he do? I think he won, he won, a, he Stanley won a Stanley Cup. He won the fir- franchise. And the then you won a, And it, it wasn't even arguing over much. No, it was, like it was a, a very. It's like a million or two dollars. It was a very reasonable amount of money, like yes. a very like and baseline. What, it, and it what was, happened to the Islanders in the first round? They swept. They the swept Almighty the, Penguins yep. and held now, Sidney Crosby be, to one point. It'll be interesting because they're down down two zero to the yeah. Hurricanes and see if Trotz can make adjustments. If they come back and win that series, Whew. I mean, praise, we're down two zero. Praise, praise be to, to Trotz. Columbus. But. Yeah, I, I, like I, what? What, what else do you want from a coach? I, I, someone correct me if I'm wrong. I, I don't think I am because I remember exactly where I was when I was hearing the news that Tross was getting got. I believe that his asking price was like a million or two less than whatever Coach Q was getting in Chicago, yes. and he had won three cups. Yes, so he's only he's asking for less than a guy who's won two more cups. I mean, it seemed like a very reasonable price tag for a head coach, a Stanley Cup winning head coach. And you, you just said no. I'm gonna go with the cheaper guy who's, and it's also who's the same person as you who can do the same job. No, clearly not. Clearly, had to pay John Wall, <laughs> <laughs> which actually was another my, my point is that this isn't like I bought that. the Uber last time. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so so what now? Now what? Well, interesting, interesting. Now you you ring that up because I actually just have so my not s- a room in their salary too, right? They're gonna have to be getting rid of some people, aren't they? Yeah, I think McClellan said they're gonna have to make yeah. some. Connolly's gonna be cuts. gone, probably. Mm-hmm. God, I don't want him to go. Um, but back to what's next. So my sister is traveling for work. She's at a bar in Myrtle Beach. I guess her coworker yeah, yes. is what's a, up? Hell yeah! Is a big Boston fan, so she was watching the Bruins game. So they're happy. Well, no, they just lost to the Columbus. Doesn't so, matter. But poor, my, poor, but poor Boston. So Nicole asked. Uh, I'm talking to my coworkers about hockey right now. They're watching the Brewers game, and I got to wondering: Do you think that since this era of the Caps won the Cup already, they won't be able to win it again until the post Ovechkin era? I said no. I think their core nucleus is still good enough. It's still there with Backstrom, Ove- Ovechkin, Carlson, Oshie, Holpe, good enough to build around, add the small pieces that you need, and they can still contend year. Look, I mean, that's the, well, the if, Penguins did. If Kuznetsov plays like we, we Kuznetsov too. I, well, I didn't even mention him. I, I think our core nucleus is still good enough to win cups for, yeah. the, for the foreseeable future. I'd agree. I mean, hockey, it's, it's, it's... I'm not saying they are going to win, but they're good <laughs> enough to win. It's very slim margin, particularly <laughs> in the playoffs, so... You know, you just you have to get hot, and I think that we have enough talent around us still that you, if you get hot at the right time, you can still make the play. I mean, hope can, with a good goaltender, yeah, exactly. If he's good in you know a random playoff series, even if we lose some guys next year, there's no reason that we we can't compete for the cup. We've already done it. We can do it again in this yeah yeah in the so, Ovechkin era. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I think we 
need to do two things in that we have enough skill players, but they are getting older a little bit. Yeah. Get some bigger guys on defense and get some faster guys on offense. That new guy uh, played really well. Wow. He has a weird last name. The defenseman? Yeah. Jensen? Jonas. No. What is it? Jonas uh, Siegenthaler. Yeah, that guy. I like the way he played. He could be a good piece for the future. He's a big. He can skate well, too. I don't know if big is the way that the NHL is going. I mean, right. A lot of everyone talks about now is you know kind of the three and D in basketball. You want the puck moving defenseman who can play de- good defense, but can get up, can jump up, can skate with the puck, can make good passes, <clears throat> which is kind of what Orloff is, but he's got a little bit too much of Mike Green in him. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's all. I mean, it's feast or famine with him. He's yeah. either making a heroic play or he's falling on his face and giving up a goal the other direction. Right. Giants or he's embellishing. That too. That was that was rough. That was horrible. Although, did you see the embellishing or the diving call last night in a Dallas game? No. Oh, man. It was bad. It was real bad. <laughs> uh, I don't like that that's coming to hockey. Well, the guy paid for it. I mean, it's been in hockey. He but tried they, they at least call it in hockey. Yeah. yeah. You get your ass in So they called it. He, he did it three straight times. The puck was in the corner. Gets, like, just bumped, like, kind of cross. Oh, I did see that, actually. Times. Yeah. Goes down all three of them. Gets gets the penalty called. And I think they were already on the, pen, or they were already on the power play. Tried to get, like, a five and three out of it. But instead, it was a four on three because he got called for diving. And then, end of the game, he did the same thing, and his guy just took the puck from right behind the goal, dumped it in, game over. A minute 30, <clears> game winning goal. Nice. Good work. <coughs> nice. So, I, I think, yeah, I think our, for the foreseeable future, still in the Vetchkin era, we still. The we, window is very much open. Still open. <laughs> I mean, Crosby's, what, a year younger than him? Mm-hmm. And Crosby's still playing phenomenal. Okay. And look what fucking Justin yeah. Williams did. He, He's Look actually in l- running for the heart fucking trophy. Uh, yeah, how? Know. How? His points, his assists. He's got a hundred. So does so does he's Brad o- Marshawn. He's Brad, always Brad on Marshawn the has has a hundred points. It's ridiculous. He's like he's like seventh in in scoring. Yeah, yeah. A hundred a hundred points. Yes, he, you got you got the hundred. Okay, so did Marshawn. Yeah. Patrick Kane killed it this year. Yeah. I, I just buy for him. He's he's I fucking hate, NHL's Tom Brady. I think you've had this argument before. Oh my god, I hate him. So <laughs> I hate him much. so much. Yeah, but I mean, look, what Justin, look what Justin Williams is doing with Carolina. I mean, yeah, oh. good for him. I mean, yeah, good for him. I mean, he's his window's still open. I think Obi's is still too. Yeah, and oh, fucking sure. Thornton out in San Jose. He's what oh, so old as dirt. Forty. I mean, even <laughs> he's got to be forty. I mean, Gretzky even said shit. that his his all time goal uh, record is very much beatable by Ovechkin. So what? Yeah, his window's not closed. Yeah, no, by any means. He's Russian. He's fine. Yeah. I, I'd be Russian never break. What was Gretzky? Seventy-one, seventy-two goals in a season, something like that. Oh, that's not going to be beaten. I, I think it was. Know. I think it. I think it was the low seventies, and it was either with it was probably with the Oilers. I don't. I don't think it was. I don't, I don't I think it was, that, was with the. He definitely wasn't winning. Oh, it might have been when he was with the Kings. I don't know. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. So, no, it was 92. Yeah, that's what yeah. <laughs> Never mind. In <laughs> yeah. 81 82, he had 92 goals. Yeah. It was, it and was, 120 yeah. assists. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. What? That's 212 <laughs> points. The fucking Is that great back one. when like goalies used to skate out at you to try and stop. That you. was when, when goalie that pads were goal. nowhere near as big as they are now. And the goal was huge. Yeah. <laughs> oh my lord. That's insane. I want to look at this heart trophy voting. Who did not Vote for him. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't unanimous. No, I don't know. It it doesn't say. But god damn, that's you imagine a lot when of Crosby does gold. retire, you think he's going to go to broadcasting? We'll have to see his dumb face all the time. I I better not. Only, <laughs> I swear only if god. he gets permanent mumps. If it's like a, Rome, <laughs> it better not be a Romo thing where he's actually really good. 
Why, Gretzky? You guys don't like Gretzky? No, love Gretzky. No, no. No, Crosby. Yeah. Oh, Crosby. Yeah. Oh, fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> no. There he is. I want to hear that. He bumps into the mic. Oh, I got another concussion, guys. I got to sit out tonight. All right. I was going to say, my only thought on the window, just real quick, is we yeah, gotta, go We it. definitely got to be careful. I mean, this offseason in particular, if we're cutting people or letting people go for money reasons, I think this is where windows can close really quickly. If, if, if you're not smart in the offseason. I would trust McClellan. Oh, I agree. Yeah, just, he's proved himself. It's uh, we think the window is wide open now, but one or two moves, and all of a sudden it's like, wait, what happened? And, yeah. and McClellan even yeah. said in his like end of season press conference that I think he even alluded to a little bit that they got out coached. I mean, he said we didn't play well enough and weren't prepared enough. So I wonder how his exit interview with uh, Todd Reardon went this this offseason. Uh, before we wrap up hockey, uh, Islanders Hurricanes. I mean. Who do you want going forward? I want Barry. I want Barry to win it all. Especially coming back down yeah, to 0-2. Yeah, I don't want to just But then would you feel better if the Hurricanes... Like, but yeah, would you I feel would better if the Hurricanes yes. are just like a team of destiny? I want either one of them to win the cup. Give me the bunch of jerks. Fuck Don Cherry. I don't care what he thinks. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, it sucked that we lost, but like, I, I don't think... I, I mean, yeah, I'm pissed that I hate them, but like, I don't hate them. I don't, Does yeah, that make I, sense? Like, I, was actually I little, can't... I mean, I don't can't point to anybody except for maybe fucking Fogel. Fogel! Oh. Hi! Hi. <laughs> I was disappointed they didn't have a celebration when they when they beat us. A, a pre a pre planned. I mean, have you seen that? That's what they did all year, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah the post. That's why they were called a bunch of jerks. I, w- I wish they would have done something. I mean, it would have pissed uh, me off. I would have hated them. But <laughs> yeah, then I would have. You got to really stick to your guns if you're going to do it during the regular season. You got to do it during the playoffs. Um. But yeah. So on our home ice, that would have been so so. Annoying. I guess I want either one of them if they had all done the because I'm okay things. once again. I definitely want Trotz to win. But I'm okay with losing to the, the quote unquote team of destiny yes, if, the, if, if Carolina is going to do do the well, damn thing. Once again, ever since the Caps um, won the cup last year, everything has gone wrong. So, but we got that. But cup. we got that cup. We got that cup. And a, and a parade. It was a weird year. Every division winner lost in the first round. in the first round. Yeah. And we, and we were the only ones who took it took, took it to the end. Yeah. Yeah. We're only one yeah. We we won as many games as all the other division winners combined. Correct. That's got to count for something, right? <laughs> I'll give it to us. Oh, I just wanted to get at least one round farther than the Penguins. I know. That's it. Yeah. We did last year. Well, yeah, yeah. And also, like... Still the know, Stanley Cup champions. Yeah, we, we got two rounds farther than We're not going to be year. able to use this anymore. Back yeah. to back. But back I'm, I will be okay back. with two out of three. Back yes. No, we can. Two o- out of th- Oshie, he didn't get to play, so <laughs> we can still be back to back with Oshie. <laughs> All right. Big. Huge. Huge. Past few days on the gridiron. What happened? <laughs> Porter, I will mute you. <laughs> <laughs> Winning off the field. Now to, now to joy. At 15th yes. overall, that was the only misery. At 15th overall, the Redskins have a new quarterback of the future. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Bullis High School's own Dwayne Haskins. Love it. Ohio State grad. I'm not even sure if he graduated from there. Former Buckeye is now going to be is now a Redskin. Holy shit. Holy, Holy shit. shit, Tom. And did we did not trade up to Bowl America. I did not go to Bowl America and pay 50 <laughs> I think it was Bowl more. Bowl more. Yeah. $50 a head. Does that bother you? <laughs> yes. Yeah. But whatever. He's trying. He's making money. Entrepreneur. Uh, yeah. And, th- and then <laughs> like, the next day he started his shirt or his clothing line. Yeah. 
Whatever. Okay. It's you about do you. his brand. Uh, so See what you're doing, NCAA? You well, bastards? People do that. Now. Yeah. yeah <laughs> seriously. That's, hey, you know what? You deserve the money. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what Dabo Sweeney said, college athletes should never, ever be paid whatsoever, and he just signed a $93 million extension to remain the head coach at Clemson. But there's not enough money for the they, athletes. They showed yeah. that he could do – he could get paid $43 million. I forget how much he was getting paid. It was still a shitload of money, and then – they could pay each player fifty thousand dollars for the remainder of his contract. All, all, everybody on the team for the entire remainder of his contract every year. Not bad. Fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> and you said, and they can, okay. Go never, ahead, Dabo. Never. Go, go ahead. Dabo. I mean, he's going to be paying some of them. Let's be honest, guys. No, you're getting <laughs> paid in education. He's a, he's a Christian man. <laughs> so funny. It's always them, right? God doesn't want you to make money. <laughs> We're we're gonna talk about the other draft picks, but the most important is is Dwayne Haskins. Bobby, I know that's not you're skeptical based off of our conversation from a few days ago. I know Ian, you're excited, Bill. I haven't talked excited. to you about it. Greg, I I would say I'm cautiously optimistic. That's yes. Um it's a smart way to be overall, just initial thoughts, guys. First and foremost, when we think about Dwayne Haskins, we didn't trade up to get him. That is very, very important. Resisted the temptation. Resisted the temptation. Winning off the field. Thank you, David. David Gettleman. I love you so much. Never leave New York. Um, ever, ever, ever. Ever. What are you guys' thoughts? Shout out to John or, yeah, John Gruden as well. Thanks for taking that. Oh, yeah. Cleveland yeah, Pearl. Yeah. Good call. <laughs> I like him. At number four? Or what was it? Yeah, number yeah, four. Yeah. four. Yeah. At four? Dude, they needed defense. There was a lot of defense. defense. There was a guy from they Kentucky. Traded Josh back, Allen. They could have traded like 20 and had him. Yeah. Oh, I'll take Josh Allen 10 times out of 10 over Cleveland Furrow. It's hard to find pass rushers, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, you said, yes, I was skeptical like last week, and I just kind of had to accept the fact that this is what they're going to do. I am coming around to it. I And it is because of the fact they didn't trade up. Yes. And if we trade it, that'd be like, the more you think about it, that guy landing to you at 15, considering what this team needs at quarterback for the future – you would be dumb not to do it, I think. I mean, yeah. I, I said, I, I even said, I'll go back on my word. I said last week I would pass. I don't, I, I would pass because I, I don't trust Dwayne Haskins. What Ohio State quarterback has ever done well in the NFL? Um, and next year's quarterback class is stacked. But that being said, again, they got what you wanted to. They did. And yeah. that's why that also softens the blow because yeah. that was a smart move. You got a top 10. Pass rusher at 26. You got two top 10 talents. Talents in two, the first round. In the first round. And gave up two two-rounders. I mean, two essentially just one. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because we just like, traded. I mean, tra- that, that was our quote-unquote yeah, second-rounder. Second yeah. Second yeah. We gave up one years. pick. That's for Montez Sweat. Yeah. Thank you for ever misdiagnosed him. Yeah. <laughs> Montez Sweat, you should sue somebody for that. but Yeah. <laughs> because he lost a lot of money because he, he was a top 10 talent for easily. Yeah. I but, mean, think about Dwayne Haskins. Three months ago, before Kyler Murray got measured at the combine, Dwayne Haskins was going number one. Yeah, and then we just got him at fifteen. Yeah, for nothing. And that's what I'm saying. Like he was, what they were probably one, two of quarterbacks in this draft, if mm-hmm. not the two of the top three. And yeah, one, two. If he falls to you at fifteen, you got to take him. I mean, it'd be especially considering where this team is right now with the Alex Smith situation. Yeah. You would just be dumb so, not to. So here, here's some facts. Led the nation in touchdown passes, 50. Led the nation in touchdown interception ratio. Had 50 touchdown passes, only eight interceptions. 
I believe he was tops in passing yardage and over 4,800. And with a QB rating of... No, that doesn't make sense. And was competing in the Big Ten, which is, you know, he's playing against premier talent. <coughs> Those are facts. 6-0 and against ranked teams. I, I would say another fact to this is if we're playing, like, pick up, like, 7-on-7, seven seven, there's no pass rush, he's the first quarterback taken in this year's class. I, I, don't, I think his arm strength is... is you can't argue against it. He's got an absolute cannon. Yeah. And accurate. Yeah. He's accurate. He's, he's the most saying, accurate I think, I think quarterback. His accuracy is more of the yeah. factor than his arm strength. Yeah. His completion percentage also led the nation, too, which is maybe the most telling statistic um, in transitioning to the league is when you're at that 60% or more, and he had a 70% completion percentage at Ohio State last year. And I know he's coming in from a gimmicky offense, and he was throwing it to Paris Campbell and Terry McLaurin, who both are in the NFL now. At the same time, I mean – what more could this guy have done last year from a productive production standpoint? Take some snaps under center. <laughs> <laughs> and no quarterback in college is doing that anymore. That's true. Uh, what about Daniel Jones? What about the Maryland Eye? Daniel Jones. Yeah, so, you know, a, a few things. Dwayne Haskins kind of reminds me of this old school type of quarterback. He's big, doesn't have a lot of escapability, but just has a cannon for an arm he's in between the hash marks in today's nfl you're having what you're seeing with baker mayfield and why kyler murray is drafted first overall you have these incredibly athletic get them out in space similar what you you know speed and pace and all of that and that's kind of what what's in now in, in today's nfl at the same time there's only been one kind of quarterback that has stood the test of time year after year after year, and that is someone, a quarterback, that can sit in the pocket in between the hash marks and throw a dime. And He has the physical ability to do that. And the mental capacity to do it, too. Read defenses. Uh, Jay Gruden was said that he was very impressed with the way he's able to process information mm-hmm. in a short amount of time mm-hmm. on the go and break down defenses and read schemes. And, yeah, that's it's... It's, to me, it's that's the two factors: the the staying in the pocket and throwing, accurate and deep, and then also processing the information. Because we I mean, that's something that everyone praised RG three for doing, being able to. Oh, he's mobile, but he can also stay in the pocket and he launch it. But we what we found out he's, he couldn't process information quick enough, okay. and that's what led to his demise. And this is what apparently Dwayne Haskins can do. I'm assuming you also that dumbass tweet from fucking RG three. Oh yeah. yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> it's like shh, shut the fuck up. Just <laughs> just let it go. So, man. Ian, what are your thoughts on our uh, next quarterback? I, I'm I am very happy. Okay. Leading up to it, I was iffy, and I and I wasn't sure on Haskins. But then, a couple days leading up to the draft, and I started watching more, reading mm-hmm. more, and and I was very much sold on drafting Haskins. Sure. And you and I talked about that before yeah. before the draft. I love. I compare him to Big Ben. I think he's like Big Ben, and he's a lot more mobile than people give him credit for. I was gonna say that too. He th- he doesn't have zero escapability. Yeah, mm-hmm. he can get out. He's not. As he's not. Quick he's, as, he's no Kyler Murray. Exactly. He's not. But he's no Tom Brady. And the thing is, like in terms of mo- mobility, people think of a black quarterback, that, and then they think of automatic. Oh, he's got to be mobile. Right. And now that he's not extremely mobile, they say life. he's just not. He's not mobile. Right. Listen, the guy is an athlete. He ran what a five. In the 40, five second 40, I don't care. Yeah. He's going to, it's hard to bring down and he can escape and he can Did move. Did he really run a, run a five flat? I th- yeah, there's five. I think it was at least five. And I think that's also something he can improve on. He's going to lose a little bit of baby fat. I mean, Jameis Winston came in tubby too. Yeah. 
So you can you can you can work on that. Five oh four. Yeah. Slower and than me. his his accuracy. The thing he does need to work on is his pocket presence. Mm-hmm. But besides that. His accuracy is phenomenal, and, I, and I'm excited we'll to see, see it. footwork too. I mean, that's part yeah. of pocket presence, but exactly. taking snaps under center, you got to step back and you got to know what you're doing. And yep. read a defense while you're stepping back. It's trickier than people think. Mm-hmm. But we got his got his wide receiver to help him out. I like that. I love a- absolutely. it absolutely. So uh, I guess maybe my biggest because it's just uh, like I said, cautiously optimistic. We've been down this road. I have a little bit of a trivia question for you guys. Let's go on 20 years now since we really started being a fan and can really. Remember distinctly, how many first round quarterbacks have we taken? Can you go in that order? From when? Out of twenty? Yeah, since like the past twenty years. Ooh, let's go. I got a number. So nine since ninety nine. Yeah. First rounder. I can think of two. Two. There's three. I can three. There's three. I know there's one that you guys are gonna be missing. I was gonna shoot way higher than that. Oh, and <laughs> maybe my guy's wrong. Two thousand two. Is it Patrick Ramsey? Yeah, that's that's, right. that's, yes. that's that's one of my two though. Yeah. Who's the, who's the two thousand five? Jason, Jason Campbell. Jason Campbell. Jason Campbell. What a RG3. fucking idiot! <laughs> <laughs> yes, guy. Remember when he came on? Jason yeah. Campbell. Oh, Thirteen and zero. Auburn yeah. University. Yeah, everybody, then RG three. Everybody, everybody fucking loves so him. We're averaging a um, <laughs> what's it? Every, a first round quarterback every, every five, five years. years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Dwayne Haskins wrote about that five years ago. Yeah. He did that, that he might get that he could get drafted by the Redskins if Robert Griffin doesn't pan out. Yeah. So yeah. that's funny as hell. He wrote about it in the school article. So Tom, I definitely classify myself the same as you, cautiously optimistic. I think part of that and something that would make me extremely happy, he sits week one. Start Absolutely. Case Do Absolutely. not start week one. I, I think that's a huge expectations management thing. It's a big deal. Definitely. That writers all of a sudden, oh, starting quarterback, Dwayne Haskins. That puts so much more pressure on him that you just don't need. He I, doesn't need. No, and it's a gauntlet. Yeah. The first five games, yeah, no. yeah. yeah. You sit yeah. your ass. Murderers row. Case yeah. Keenum will have a bad record, and guess yeah. what? They'll be calling for the backup 100, quarterback. Dwayne Haskins. Then you come in after a bye week. It's going to be a or, Baker Mayfield situation. Yeah. Or after Last Jay Gruden gets 100%. fired after week five. Save. I would do not start be, week one. Honestly, be fine with him sitting the entire year. I would be too. You and me both. You uh, sat. I, you sat for a long time at Ohio State. Yeah. yeah, it seemed to work out pretty well. Yeah, mm-hmm. get your workouts in. Learn that playbook like the back of your head. Okay. Yeah, it, no. but it's it's going to be frustrating. And I don't know who said this, but when they're in practice, Colt McCoy, Case Keenum, and Dwayne Haskins are all taking snaps, throwing the ball. If I'm his teammates, if I'm his pass catchers, I'm like, the fuck isn't he playing? Like he's got a much better arm. True, but they should because they I'm should the head understand. coach and you're the talent and you do what you're told to do. Because like, I'm sitting in relax. this seat and you guys are sitting in that seat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're sitting up here. Hard knocks. Oh, wait, oh, oh man. Six weeks later. <laughs> <laughs> Who is that? that was Hugh Jackson and Hard Knocks. Yeah, right. And him and Todd Haley. <laughs> that was awkward. Oh, good pull. You know, it's. <laughs> I'll say this because. We know what an Urban Meyer offense can do. It's always one of the better, one of the best in college football. Again, Dwayne Haskins was throwing to two uh, wide receivers that are now in the NFL. He was making chicken salad with chicken salad. Yeah, I think it's can, also huge to mention the line in that. I mean, playing yeah. behind Ohio State's line is pretty good. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, uh, can he make chicken salad at a chicken shit? Because that's what our that's what our pass that's what our passing game is still to this day. I'm excited now to see what they can do with them, but we'll get to that. <laughs> other than his teammate, did we pull any other wide receivers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, good, Actually, a good one. A good, I yeah. like a good one a lot. Who's, In the uh, sixth round, Kelvin Harmon, big fan. We got so much value at every fuck. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I think we can all agree that 
I'm okay with him sitting. Or like if the season, if we are at what, you know, six and nine or something, I'm fine with him playing like the the final game of the season just to see what he can do, get some some experience in. Um, you know, at the same time, it would be, and I actually thought I know what RG three tweeted, but he actually had a good point. Was just the amount of expectations that were associated with him, uh, some of which were to his yeah. his own demise and doing. But there's got to be a more. I guess try to make his transition much more seamless. Like basically, RG three, you're our quarterback yeah. right now. Yeah, and that's that's a lot to process, especially for a guy that is he's not a can't miss prospect. He's not like an Andrew Luck or you know something like that. Yeah, right. That's true, and I agree with everything. Like not starting out the gate, I, I'm still just holding cautiously optimistic i guess is the word we're the phrase we're tossing around i'm, yeah. I'm just still anticipating being bad this year yeah because no hold mention, hands can we all just promise ourselves now come here gregory we're, we're just <laughs> admit we're not going to be great this year and we're not going to get too mad about it we're going to the playoffs <laughs> we're going to win Tom his, tom's gonna break his tv <laughs> please i'm gonna i'm trying so top, I, top three defense we're going to the playoffs i would love you're hearing it here first Riding Haskins. Market. Haskins starts week six. Haskins starts. That's that's what I'm saying. He starts week six. It's going to be a gauntlet the first five games. So when Jay but gets fired after that, week exa- five. You exactly. Okay, you both said, you think Jay's getting fired this Just, year? Yes. I, I don't, actually. I think he's going to have a – I think he's going to get a, at least this year because of all the injuries. He gets at least one year, maybe even two. This is another one of my, fe- my problems. Is why draft a quarterback and then just fires him? That's coach. another reason why I think he's got a longer leash. Yeah. Or maybe maybe – was it Kevin O'Connell? Maybe maybe Kevin O'Connell likes him. Who knows? Yeah. Please uh, keep him forever. I, I, and Kyle Smith. Kyle Smith never leaves. Keep, keep him forever. <laughs> I do. So, Ian, you were in Avengers when this was happening. No, you oh, saw Haskins. I did not leave my house until Dwayne Haskins got drafted. What about, what about at 26? <laughs> I had no fucking clue. Yeah. Oh. And and like I said, we got we got hammered because we went to Arclight. And we came back. We played I've darts. I've never seen the movie. And I, <laughs> did, you, did you stay for the whole movie? Oh, yes. Didn't get kicked out. <laughs> it was good. It was fantastic. I'm going to see it again this week. Oh, when you seen it? When When would you like to see it? Yeah, whatever. I'll check my notebook. <laughs> <laughs> but I had it on my phone on airplane mode, and I was like, no, I'm not playing this. And I didn't realize until the next day that we got sweat. <laughs> like, because we're, we're, playing, we're playing darts. I was like, all right, we're good. I'm not checking shit. I was like, we're sitting there playing darts. I wake up. I'm scrolling through like, fuck yeah. How are we getting? Like, let's look at all these Dwayne Haskins. How- Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, number 26. Uh, <laughs> Montez Sweat? I was like, <laughs> we got Montez Sweat? <laughs> I sat up in my bed. I was like, oh, boy. <laughs> that, that video of him That's going to be a great day. Today's a good legit. day. The bird starts singing. Oh, man. So Bobby's biggest joy, cool. all, all he wanted was a pass rusher. I think they got... Again, that's why I can't be mad, and I'm 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 actually happy and excited because six six two sixty, twenty two sacks in the past two years in he, the SEC. He, he ran, ran a four. four, four yeah. He ran a four. <laughs> he ran faster than thirty one wide receivers yes. at the combine, and this is what Eden and Hell I yes. said, what a month ago. Mm-hmm. Hand in the dirt, go Bang! get the quarterback, <laughs> please and thank you. Opposite side of Kerrigan, we've never had somebody capable opposite Kerrigan. You're going to double-team Kerrigan? Okay, fine. He's going to go. You're going to double-team Sweat? Okay, fine. You're going to double-team both of them? Okay, Deron Payne right up the fucking middle. So the, the Reds... Foster, this is terrifying. The Redskins traded with the Colts. We gave them this year's second-round pick. Next year's second-round pick. Correct. That's... Go that's 
So basically, he, a we gave up a brilliant. second rounder for Montez yeah. Sweat. I'm I'm sorry, that's, that's amazing. Who is arguably the best pass rusher in this year's draft? Correct. Yes. Again, a top ten talent, a thank top you, three pass school? rushing talent. Th- thank you, State. Thank you, Coach for or Doctor for mis mis diagnosing him. Man, that's so fucked. I mean, like, so they, what a piece of shit. That's so <laughs> fucked. How you fucked you, up. How that, do you do that? How, Right before the right what do you confuse draft, it with? I oh, I'm no sorry. It's a piece of lint. <laughs> <laughs> like what? Who's What's the matter with you? He better. Su- he better sue him because that's that fucked up. But we got him. Bill, got what do you think? He's got a legitimate case for a I'm civil pumped. suit at least. Yeah, I think that's it's surprising that things broke our way, especially after hearing that that Dan took over the draft. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So false reports. Hold on. <laughs> hold on. And this is that was my fear. Okay. Not that. Not that I didn't trust Dwayne Haskins or like seriously doubted his talent or whatever and this is the whole my whole deal with are we still are we in a flat circle are we still in the same timeline are we still stuck in the worst pot where Dan said no I'm putting my foot down this is my guy this is the guy did he have the final say and said I know this is what we're doing that's what bothers me is that Dan had all the power in that decision I think it's a big smoke screen I mean that it doesn't bother me that he has the power because ultimately he's gonna have the power it bothers me if he gets it right it's it's kind of like I don't know if you heard any of the interviews with the trailblazers after they beat the uh OKC, but they're talking about they were pumped anytime Westbrook hit an early three because that just means he's going to keep shooting all that. And he's going to shoot him out of it. Same with Dan. Oh, I hit on one draft. All right, I'm taking over all the drafts, guys. This is me time. Pull a Jerry Jones. My time to shine. That's that's a that's a good analogy. You know, so they got their quarterback. The Redskins solved the the biggest need, the most important position in this league at quarterback on paper. That is, mm-hmm. and then. Drafted their biggest need for an immediate result. Montez Sweat is going to yeah, be, a, a as they always, a plug and play yeah. type, of, at least as he should be. Um, I know there's some maturity concerns. He was a transfer from Michigan State. He was kicked off the team, transferred to Mississippi State, and absolutely dominated. If someone is dominating in the SEC, please and thank you. They're good. You get double digit sacks in the SEC going against those lines. Please all day. and thank you. So report immediately. Blitz. Oh, <laughs> night. That's a gain another yard. That's the second member of the Titans tonight. Yeah, all so night. It was the first time I got crossed. All night. <laughs> so, and I can't believe he fell to 26, even with his false report of Yeah, his, it, but it, I think it was that with character issues. Yeah. They were saying character issues, too. But What's his character issues? I guess he get in he trouble in school good. or something? Yeah. He doesn't no. like being yelled at. Yeah. No, I thought... Weird. Wait, am I confusing him, or was this the guy who punched some girl when he was, who that was fighting was, with his... That was his teammate. That was his... Like, yeah, because I didn't hear about that one. Yeah, that was yeah, his I teammate. Any, who like, was the person? Oh, yeah, there like, was someone... Yeah, there was... Oh, that was a terrible coverage thing. Uh, oh, yeah, yes. When, as soon as someone gets drafted, ESPN's like, yeah, and this is a guy who in high school punched a girl in the face because his Jesus. mother and sister were getting in an argument with him. It's like, hey, could we mention, like... How did he do in college on the yeah. football field? That <laughs> oh, was the only thing I saw about. Twitter go nuts on that one. Yeah, it, that was um, <laughs> where to go. So I, I'm actually I'm glad that you brought that up. It's not Jonathan that was Abram. Just garbage reporter. <laughs> it was Jeffrey Simmons. Okay. Jeffrey Simmons was, I believe it, this was in high school. His sister and another girl was he talking a, about the quick twitch? <laughs> his sister and another girl are fighting. He goes in to break it up somehow. Shit gets shit hits the fan, and he starts punching this girl in the face, Jesus. which is awful. It is so so terrible. Now, for some reason, I've always watched ESPN, watch their NFL draft coverage because I like Hyper. I you know I listen to his podcast, and I like when Todd 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 Todd. For some reason, 
I remember Trey Wingo. Now we're going to show you this video. Show you the actual. It's on video yeah. of him punching this woman in the face. Why'd they show it? They did show it? They showed it. Why? What the fuck? Just because it. it Ratings to get yeah, people to exactly, click on it. To exactly. Get, yeah. Part of his highlight. When, it was in high, when he was in high school? Yeah, I yeah. believe he was in high school. And he's a minor. I, I just don't understand. Right. Like, okay, have that conversation because of the character concerns, and especially the NFL clearly has a problem with domestic violence. That is unequivocal. I just don't understand why you need to show the video. Yeah. This is one of the best on, days uh, of on, his life. On the best day of his life. Yeah. yeah. Well, it wasn't even just showing it. it was, Who drafted it? It was leading with it. Like, yeah. they didn't yeah. mention anything. They had it ready to go. Did on the field. <laughs> who's who's going to talk about him? We got this ready and queued up, yeah. ready to go. They exactly. had that for hours. That's the thing. They, had it they right. were going to they do were it. They were waiting for him to get drafted so right. they could show it. Yeah. Right. And, and then also... In addition to that, uh, not like side. oh, look what we found. Like, no, we, no, we, no. We're Here ready it is. for this. Susie yeah. Colbert, which I'm sure she, she has a boss too. I just feel like these, like as soon as they drafted, she interviews them. She's like, okay, we're gonna have to find something tragic that happened to this young man earlier in his life, and let's ask him about it. Get him to cry. Let's get him to cry because mm-hmm. that's what's most important. Yeah. Your dad died six years ago of stomach Jesus cancer. Christ. What would he say to you right now? I'm like, go fuck yourself. You he know would what? say, get out of my face, bitch. Hey, people that have been through tragedies, we don't like talking about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just... It's a happy day. Yeah. Let him be happy. Exactly. It just really, really rubbed me the wrong way, and I turned off. I went to NFL Network, and I'm not yeah. switching back. Yeah. No. Yeah, fuck they, did that, they did that with someone fuck else, em. too. It was like raised by a single father. They, they yeah. did. Yeah. Fuck them. Everybody's going to eat. All they asked about. Yeah, they just they, they, they just All day. want well, they want baby, them to cry. Babyface. Man, if he they Tom Rinaldi do it, then it's just game over. Mm. The second you hear his voice, get your tissues ready. <laughs> um, all right, stupid sports journalist. Glad you brought that up. That really <laughs> it bothered me. Um, a few other picks for the Redskins. Oh, wait, before we wrap up, Haskins. Pros and cons, or comparing that draft versus trading for Rosen, because we know what the Rosen price was now. I still want Rosen. You still would have taken. I still would have taken Rosen. Racist. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. What to <laughs> so the character flaws that Tom brought up last week, I didn't realize were a thing mm-hmm. until last week. You brought them up. So if he's a dick, I'm sure he would have thought great. Did she, did she the way he handled it though? Yeah, he like even yeah, so he actually did handle it. Really even well. Steve Smith going off on him, which I thought was bullshit too. Bullshit. I hate him so much. Love you as a player, Steve Smith. Love you as a player. But good God. You just wanted something to go viral. Yes, <laughs> and it did. That's what that's what they all want. It's, it's inferior. How um, takes left and right. So, But Josh Rosen, what did they give up? A second rounder? Yeah. A second rounder. We, well, that was also the post-draft after they had one potential buyer. I don't know. But if Dolphins took Haskins and we didn't, we would have been that buyer. Probably, yeah. Because Daniel Jones was off the board. Right. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Thank, <laughs> Thank you, Gettleman. Yeah. But if Haskins fell to Dolphins, they would have. They would have taken him, right? Probably, or, yeah. Or they were before us. Mm-hmm. Who did they take? Yeah, yeah. I, I think I'm actually. It's, a, it's really a big win for the Dolphins because it's a second round pick, so they're not wasting their most important one. He's cheap, and if it doesn't work out, then they can still, you know, get to a next year or whatever. So it's it's really a win win for them. Uh, I thought Josh Rosen has handled it with the utmost class. Even sending, He's like, even a had a video saying, "Hey." Kyler, good luck. I got a two-bedroom for you. If you yeah. Want to, you know, I, it's, it's really, really interesting. And, and to All see, you do is unfollow the Cardinals. That's you it. know, there, there really wasn't – what you've seen in drafts from before is 
teams get so quarterback hungry, they just start you know giving up the farm. We need to get a guy. We need to get our guy. And basically, what the Giants did that really didn't happen. And Dwayne Haskins fell into our lap. Yeah. I just I remember watching. I was like, he's still there. He's still there. And that's what he's everyone thought was going to happen. Was yeah. a trading up, and that's what was concerning me. I, I, I think I am more comfortable now with Haskins than going after Rosen. Yeah, and I, I don't. I, this is, might be small reasons, but like it's just because Haskins was drafted fifteen and Rosen was what four last year. Mm-hmm. Like the the slot money that like he's well, costs a little less, right? Rosen was ten last year. Ten. Either way, he's they traded drafted up to higher. get him, and and you get one extra year of Haskins as opposed I, to Rosen. See, but that's also the, I I liked for Rosen that he had a year under his belt. And I think I just think but, he fits Jay's system better. Is, I, is, I would is, think is, so too. Is, yes, is the real end all be all. Right, but also, you know, we have Case Keenum now. I think if Rosen comes in, we're, we're probably giving up Case Keenum, right? You would think. Yeah, but. that would be a part of the package. I think he'll be here this year. That's, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Case Keenum would be Case Keenum is here this year, yeah. so that's why. You you don't need that year under your belt for Haskins because you already have Case Keenum in place. Mm, if sure. Rosen was coming in, you'd probably be getting rid of Case Keenum. Yes, well, which I thought that's why we got Keenum was to trade him to Arizona, right? Or to be the placeholder for whoever we draft yeah. this year. So I was okay. I just thought it was interesting that you know people in this room said go after Rosen, go after Rosen. Sure. Then we got Haskins. Like, all right, we got Haskins and Montez Sweat. So so yeah, your options were basically. Haskins and Montez Sweat, no no second rounder next year, or or like Brian Burns this year. Brian Burns and then trade for Josh Rosen, no second rounder. I will take Haskins and right. I yeah. think so. I think I would too. Yeah, I would too. Yep, yeah. I'll take Haskins another year and of controllability. Right, and a little cheaper. But yeah, yeah, that's right. Year. That's right. Um, one what a another, phenomenal draft. And then the I third round, the third round pick, and and just this draft in general. I, I know you 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 get excited every year because you have these new players. You watch their highlights on YouTube, as I've done way way too much of. Um, but this is really the first time. Two things that I've noticed: one, all Redskins fans agree, and normally we rarely agree. Ninety nine point nine. Two. Objectively and outside outsider's perspective, everyone's giving us an A grade. You, we have the highest grade overall. Overall, you, I said that. That's on our said, group chat. Yeah, yeah, the three point eight five GPA, yeah, the, the quote unquote GPA. Yeah, yeah. And do you see who's last? Dallas. Oh, Dallas. Yeah, yeah. I fucking also, love it. This is the <laughs> best draft ever. <laughs> draft grades three days after the draft are dumb. Yeah. Uh, very much yes, agreed. Yes, very much agreed. But it's all we have at this point. Yes, <laughs> I mean, yeah. In terms we'll, of, we'll come back to. In it. terms of everything breaking our way, and in, in, in terms of what we wanted, and not having to move up, and not having to, you know, sell the farm to get somebody. Yeah, we did a good job. But who knows how anybody's going to break it? You know, how anyone's going to play? As, obviously, but yeah. like you know, as of this is the most April thirtieth, twenty nineteen. It's like that was yeah. the, it turned out as well as we could have hoped for, some, if not better. Some highlights: our third round pick. Uh, wide receiver out of Ohio State. I really like drafting Dude, Dwayne Haskins' I, teammates. I love that him. video. Ohio State tweeted out. Oh yeah, that was that was special. Y- you that posted that. Cool. I, I did. I did. Yeah. Oh um, my god, I want. So him. Like, I love him. I, I like. I get chills. Just I think, love him. I love him. He's such a high character guy and a and a four three speed on top of it. Yeah, with great route running ability and play special teams and blocks uh, on field. He's, and catches the ball. Not just play special. <laughs> teams. He was the number one special teams in all of football. Yeah, <laughs> like this year. Give, give him to me. Yes. Which, by the way, are the 
Ian, are the Redskins good at special teams? Here's the thing. <laughs> That's going to be a no for me, dog. Where's Bell? Where's Bell? Where'd he go? <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so he's going to be an immediate special teams need. Hey, ran like, what, a 4-3? Four, 4-3-4. Three. Four, three, four. He had 35 catches last year. 11 of those were for touchdowns. Yeah. and then Which is something that we're lacking. Considering, yes, people are, like, pointing to that, but look how many weapons Ohio State had. Dwayne Haskins was just dishing the ball all over the place. Mm-hmm. Not everyone had 50, 70 receptions, you know? So, I mean, I love that guy. Immedi- I, think, I think he's the one I'm most excited about. Not, he's make not out of talent-wise. Yeah. Just, just character, character locker room. alone. Yep, character locker room. What fucking, a great fucking guy. Yeah. Like, watching that video when he was talking to talking to whoever it was on the phone, too. Uh, it was like Jay and yeah, like just him Bruce saying, and Dan. Yes, sir, and thank you. I mean, easily over 30 times each. It was ridiculous. I was like, this guy, he wants to fucking play. Yeah. He's, he just, yeah. he's going to go out there. He's going to give you his all. I love him. Yeah. I absolutely love him. He's my favorite pick of this year. That was Tom McShay's favorite third-round pick. Yeah. Um, and people are saying we reached on him. I'm like, fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> so. I don't think so at all. Well, they they had their pro Especially day to really team. look at Paris Campbell, who was taken before him in the second round, his the other wide receiver at Ohio State. But then Terry McLaurin, like, this guy's legit. He's really, really good. So we got him in the third round. I mean, I, and especially with a mid-round pick like that, he's not going to be thrusted in the starting lineup right away, even mm-hmm. though that Josh Doxson's terrible and Paul Richardson <laughs> can never stay healthy. So meaning he's going to play about 80% of the snaps next year. Yep. Um, him and, him and Trey, baby. Moving, moving to on to the Trey. next round, this one kind of came as a surprise. I feel like this was, you know, he's available. He's probably going to redshirt this year. Two years ago, Bryce Love was arguably the best running back in football. He was a runner-up in the Heisman Trophy, or third. Or I think he was runner-up. I think he was runner-up out of Stanford. Baker. Bryce Love, fourth round, taken um, in the fourth round, tenth overall of that draft of that position. Excuse me. Um, yeah, what do you guys think? This, I mean, we have Darius guys coming back. We re-signed Adrian Peterson. Chris Thompson still on this roster. So now JP Ryan. Now his tenure is probably over. Thank freaking God. Thank God. Um, but what do you guys think about getting a running back, which was clearly not a need for us at this moment? Yeah, this is. The previous pick was Ian's favorite. This is mine most, like, huh? One, like, questionable. Like, why? Because, like you just pointed out, we have plenty of running back depth. Uh, but it seems, and also this coming off an ACL tear. Yeah. It's, I'm okay. I, mean, I don't know. Round, we time you talk about all the time, like, your round one and two guys are probably guys you want to plug and play immediately. Mm-hmm. Three through five are guys probably... Throwing you, shit on the dartboard. You wanna, well, you want to stack, yeah, or death mm-hmm. pieces that maybe turn out for the future. You know, I, I guess Bryce Love is, you know, is are they not counting you, on Chris Thompson's thing for you, too much you longer? Can, you can absolutely make the argument that he is by far the best playmaker of this draft class, of the Redskins draft class. Went healthy, yes. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, and it's it's going to be interesting because he will be fully recovered by from his ACL by training camp ish, right? Start of the season, so is he going to be able to jump right back in and play football I'd at a high him. level, I'd hold or stage? Because you know, it's 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 a it's a very interesting pick because it's kind of like draft and stash, like almost like they just <coughs> drafted him because he is an elite talent that is falling because of his health. Uh, he he tore his ACL his senior year, and. Are they anticipating a need for running back in two or three years, and that's why they're drafting him now and just kind of holding on to him and turning? Hopefully, he turns out. Yeah. When AP eventually leaves, and you know you can't always count on Chris Thompson to stay healthy, and Darius Geis sat out his first season too because of injury. I mean, 
it's, it was an interesting move. I, I'm not really pro or against it, but I'm see the upside. It doesn't really bother. Yeah, there's I, I get it. I, I guess I kind of get it because when it happened, I was like, "Me too." What are we doing like, here? Yeah, what are we doing here, guys? Yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with keeping more options open at least preseason with running back because I mean, we saw what happened uh, last yeah. year. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, I completely agree. So, I, I this is this is my rationale behind it. Uh, AP is not going to play forever. He, I know he signed well, up. I think, I think we got one, one more good year yeah, out of him. Darius Geis is coming off of an injury. Samaj P. Ryan is clearly not the answer. And Chris Thompson has now spent, what, the past year and a half injured. He's a travel twice. So, yeah. Um, he, stopped, he started at the top of the half circle. He, so, he yeah, I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> I'm okay with the, the pick, even though I, the, there was clearly bigger needs. But then the Redskins cl- addressed that immediately after in drafting two consecutive guards. Um, Wes Martin out of Indiana, then Rosh Pierschbacher who I think Pierce Bacher is going to end up starting for us because he went to Alabama, and we all know the rules. We got our Bama guy. Roll skins. Roll. We need a roll skins. But. This guy was a three-year <laughs> starter at Alabama. Was it three or four? I three, thought he started all four. Three. Sounds and like he sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's no way he has any. What a lame ass. He has no work ethic, I'm sure. <laughs> um, real quick, Bite. Bryce, what, what, what Bryce loves. I bet he drinks water in <laughs> practice. <laughs> Bryce loves 2017 <laughs> at Stanford. 2,118 yards rushing on eight yards a carry, 19 touchdowns. Oh, yeah. Well, of course, I, say, I just say all that spiel about Bryce Love, and I don't really understand it. It's fine, whatever. And then I watched, you know, five highlight tapes of him. Holy and, shit. and, oh, and my God. Immediately makes you feel a lot better. Instant playmaker. Yes. Like, in space. No and he doesn't have to play this year. Please sit him. Keep in mind. Let him get healthy. The Redskins now on the roster have probably the two best running backs from the 2017 college football season. Wow. Big facts. That's incredible. <laughs> Big facts. I, and I'm wearing mesh shorts. We, 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 <laughs> you we, always wear those we, mesh shorts. I love these shorts. <laughs> yeah, I know. And you wear them when you're going to talk and you're going to get a boner. Yeah, you're on. not wrong. <laughs> Try to lift this table. See, see what's made of. Yeah, so I really don't understand the the West. I've never heard of West Martin. Uh, Kuiper didn't even evaluate the guy. He was expected to be an undrafted free agent. Yep. And then I'm looking into him. The He's guy, a Mauler. The uh. guy had let up two sacks in 1,400 snaps. Wow. Two. He yeah. led. He led FBS. It, at Indiana. At Indiana. At a, at a at power a, five. Exactly. Not only power five, but so a big ten. Like they're sitting there saying that, that we reached, and then I'm reading into it, and like this guy's a fu- like if he was I left think- tackle, okay, maybe yeah. As a as a guard, he's an animal. I think this is the one where I've heard the most people are uh, quote unquote upset about. Like this is the one. Like I think on Grant and Danny listening, Danny was like, "I'm not too excited about this pick at uh, at a fourth rounder." And I've heard callers say, "Yeah, I didn't really get that. He's like he was on anyone's board. He did he just completely fly under the radar, or is he just a nobody? And are we actually grasping?" I think Bill Callahan liked him, so then we ended up taking him. Okay. And he sees see something in him because that, especially be the first guard that we take when we take two. This is the one that just seemed like to be consistently the one where people, if there was ever a knock on this draft, it was this guy because it's a no name guard, right? Sure. <laughs> At, in the fourth round, in the fourth round, right. people my, are always going to knock that. My favorite pick came in the sixth round. Oh, that's so good. Wide receiver out of NC State, he's six three, two twenty. Here were his past two seasons in Raleigh, North Carolina. His sophomore season, 2017, 69 catches. Nice. 1,000 yards Jeez. receiving, four touchdowns. Last year, 81 catches. Winning off the field. 1,100 yards receiving. Back-to-back 1,000 yards receiving. Was that bad? Sixth rounder who had a very high value, um, like 
his projections. He was expected to go, you know, second round, third round, but we got him all the way in the sixth. Um, this is. I can't believe he fell to us again. I mean, yeah. on paper, but this was someone that. Do we know why um, he fell? Uh, I think running? they're saying the the lack of separation. Ooh. No, it sounds like familiar. someone else on the that right. Who familiar. do we have that does? <laughs> do you guys have a pick that you really like, dislike? Question marks, <coughs> comments, concerns. Uh, well, I think my favorite is, um, well, sweat because that that feels a need. But Bobby's biggest joint, McLaurin. McLaurin, yeah. Yeah, Terry McLaurin. I think after seeing everyone talk about him, his tape, his personality, his two-year captain, personal reaction at Ohio State. On a wide as a wide receiver. I mean, and people give him comparisons to Pierre Garçon, the way he plays the game. Give give that to me. Give him to me. Um, And to the point of the Redskins being nationally, not just like we're not being fanboys here. Like Mm. we're not being our. I hate to bash us, but our typical, like, oh, we're going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> like, oh, we're going to the playoffs this year. Like, Porter. just getting overexcited and overhyped. What? And it's not just the local <laughs> media overhyping it. No, it's national attention. People are saying the Redskins have the best draft mm-hmm. um, in every single publication. Yeah. And I think that's... Except the ESPN. But fuck well, ESPN also shows girls getting punched, so <laughs> what do they know? Ridiculous, man. Um, I'm overall... Like, it's... I think... When you draft a top five talent at 15, you draft a top 10 talent at 26, and then you f- plug in and which are both needs, your top two needs, and then you add depth at offensive line, wide receiver, wide receiver, middle linebacker, yep. and special teams, and you end up drafting 10 total guys, you can't be upset. That's that's the way you're I mean, supposed to do it. I, I would have stash all these young controllable talent. I would have liked to see safety be addressed because I other than Landon Collins, is there any other safety on this roster that is worth I mean, hopefully that's another Monte Nicholson can yeah. turn into something. I, I don't know. Um also just tight end. Uh, I've I've seen enough out of Jordan Reed. I just don't think he has it, whatever it was year, from years ago. Vernon Davis, while he's you know, someone that we all root for and he's a great backup tight end, he's not someone that you know, they're game planning against. I, I don't think Jeremy Sprinkle is a long-term answer. I would have liked sprinkle, to see tight end maybe. addressed at some point, but <laughs> that's really about it. Bill, what do you have any thoughts on any other these late rounders? No, I don't even honestly don't even know who we drafted. I checked <laughs> out after the first round. There's other things going on this weekend. <laughs> there, you go. there you go. Yeah, so we we have ten picks. Are all ten going to make this roster? Probably not. My guess would be I, I think eight, seven ish. Yeah, I mean. Anyone? If, if, yeah, if you get ten picks, you can get your first five to contribute in some form or fashion this year, and then you're like six through eight ish. At least make the roster and be stash pieces. If we that's get a phenomenal, if draft. we get Correct. three starters out of this, that's really really good. Yeah, Montez and Sweat, immediate starter. Dwayne Haskins, Montez Sweat. I really think Pierce Bacher is going to end up. Well, I'm also counting McLaurin. McLaurin, yeah. I'm counting him as like a quote-unquote special team starter. Impact player. Definitely Impact player, yeah. Yeah. He will help the team day one. Absolutely. I love him. Um, Again, thank you to the Giants. Dave Gettleman. Shout out. (laughs) I love you. All right. Daniel Jones. Well, here, and also just if you want to talk about the division, a lot of other teams have great drafts. The Redskins obviously drafted 10 guys. The Giants drafted what's-his-face. Daniel Jones. Daniel, Daniel Jones. Jones. So 
Ha. <laughs> the Cowboys were consistently rated as the worst draft in the, yep. in the class. They and drafted their first pick was a guy that didn't even start. Keep oh keep God. keep doing that, please. <laughs> and the Eagles, I think, had a total of four picks. Fuck off. Really? I think so. That's my Paul was telling me. They only drafted they only had like four or five How is that picks. Possible. I think because they like all the trades <laughs> <for Kyle. laughs> So I mean, Ooh. within the division, at least in the draft, clearly winning off the field. We're winning off the field. <laughs> oh, and I just showed Tom something. NFL.com just released the power rankings. So we were what fifteen, uh, right? So we were in the middle middle of the pack. Middle pack, yeah. Had arguably the best draft in the entire league, and they have us as the twenty eighth in the power rankings. What kind of disrespect is that? Damn. Back-to-back years of 24-plus players on injured reserve, and then you have the best draft. Okay, so the Eagles well, had six. But the still. Qu- quarterback is still a huge question mark for us this yeah. year. Give me, so. give me yeah, well, I mean, Case Keenum is it's kind of a, as good as Kind of a crucial anybody. factor on a football team. <laughs> You're going to say he's a, Case Keenum is a 28th worst? Uh, absolutely not. No. Two years ago, he led the fucking Vikings with a great defense and a good running game. Yeah. Two, they should have been... Well, quarterbacks gone. I'd put behind Case Keenum would be Eli Manning. You're going Ryan division. Fitzpatrick. Fitzmagic, baby. He's ahead. Drew Rosen. Drew Rosen. Josh Rosen. I do that every single no, time. Well, Josh that's, Rosen. that's Miami also. Fitzpatrick's in Miami now. Yeah. But everyone else is actually, at least on paper, better at, at quarterback. Mm-hmm. Are you saying he's going to quarterback the 28th worst team? Case Keenum? I don't, I don't think we're the 20th worst team in the NFL. Yeah. I'm just saying. Do I think he's the 28th best quarterback? That sounds it, it's hard right. to rank. It's hard, hard to rank us early when your most crucial element is a question mark. Hey, you don't even know who. It, like, we're, we could easily start Haskins. We could even start Colt somehow. I don't know. We, we find a way. It, it's, when you have question marks like that, it's easy to put people like that. Teams like that, I should say, at the, at the bottom of the list. And to start, I, I don't see. I'm not optimistic with our starting wide receivers, but. It's going to be a run first team. Uh, this is why we have to have patience this year, boys. Yeah, let's it's just going to be a tough be rough. year. Let's just yeah. suck this year. Especially line with have, sucking. I'm, the 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 defense is going to be elite. That's that's uh, that's what I'm. I'm sold watch. on it, and the running game is going to be there. That takes you to a lot of wins, just right there. Lose every game six to three. <laughs> <laughs> Classic Steelers Browns matchup. Yeah. Um, I just I, I feel like there's a lot of variables. Is Trey Quinn going to turn into be the slot receiver? Of, is he Jameson Crowder's well, replacement? Can Josh Doxson ever create any kind of separation whatsoever? Can Paul Richardson stay healthy? Can George Reed, Reed stay healthy? Because the offensive line who's and our running safety is, is uh, who's playing safety to me. It's Monte, safety. Monte, I, I, got, I mean, I'd agree with Ian. It's not the defense I'm really worried about. It's the offense. Um, yeah, I mean that's that's easily and, the biggest. And I would say really my biggest concern with adding. with starting Haskins. Is not necessarily the offensive line or the running game. It's just there's we're so limited from a talent perspective from uh, our wide receivers and tight ends. Yeah, you're, you're giving them no good. help. And I, I just that's the position that I'm worried that he's going to have to be throwing into tight windows and he's going to be making a lot of interceptions. And we've seen when a rookie quarterback really really struggles at first, sometimes they can't rebound from it. Yeah, and that's why I I hope that you know patience is going to be executed. And when there's three quarterbacks on this team. Two of which are going to be, you know, savvy veterans. Uh, I would hope that, um, you know, we won't see. Is watch he going to be number learn. seven? I don't know. Watch and learn, number seven. Watch and learn. Please. You okay with number seven? Yeah. I'm okay. Feisman gave the okay. Yeah. By all means. Yep. Also, chip on his shoulder. 
Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't realize he grew up a Giants fan too. No, he's well, from he, New Jersey. He's from New York. Yeah, New Jersey. New Jersey. Yeah. yeah. I said the league done messed up and proved them wrong. I like Please that. Thank you. I like sweat. that. I like that video of um, sweat of <laughs> his Haskins face when they drafted Daniel Jones. Oh yeah, when he's oh, on his phone, when he giggled. Like, yeah, he's like, okay, the league mm-hmm. done messed up. Okay. All right, um, Jones, Greg, we're done with football. Done with the NFL draft. Welcome back. Hey, Gregory. I was, I was listening for most of it. Yeah. <laughs> Towards the end of it, I contribute a little bit. Who was our second pick? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Who was our first pick? Uh, Hatchkins. Hatch Hatchkins. <laughs> All right. He opens hatches like nobody. James Harden crying. Is there no tea? Haskins. Steph Curry went to the locker room. Got it. Nailed it. Um, all right. I was just happy for you guys. During that whole time during the draft, I said one thing, and Tom immediately shut it down. Just let us be happy, Greg. <laughs> I was like, all right, shut it fine. Down. Yeah, because yeah, I, I just I'll let it go, Greg. I'll shut let it, it go. Down. I'll let it go. All right. So big Sunday night, guys. Can we go to West Dress, please? Yep. The Battle of Winterfell. <laughs> I don't know. It's not seeming like it's too great right now. This is <laughs> spoiler like a bummer. filled. I didn't say free. I said filled. If you have not seen episode three. Of the eighth season of Game of Thrones, turn off now. If you don't chew big red gum, then also, fuck you. what the fuck are you doing? It's Wednesday morning or whenever you're listening to this. Um, watch the damn show. Correct. Battle of Winterfell. Epic. <sighs> I thought it was the most incredible hour and a half say. of television I've I ever seen. I couldn't see shit. I loved that part. That was, and I agree I with Bobby. I understood what they were doing. Right. Still I, frustrated. I, me. I, yes, correct. So I correct. Had, did, correct. You, did anyone happen to read about that? Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, about how you just need to adjust your TV and you can kind of what say, a dickhead. <laughs> well, it's not a dickhead thing. It's just like, oh yeah, we spent billions of dollars or millions of dollars on this season, and of course they edit it on movie, you know, projector or movie TVs. So if you have that high a quality, you can see things well in the dark, and then all of a sudden, oh wait, is everybody going to be watching this on these you know thousand dollar TVs that can exactly replicate movie projectors? No, I think everyone's just watching it on their flat screen at home. Yes. Yeah, Arts was even on Vivid, which is about the best you could get. See, but then I also read something. Where, at okay, least on so, my TV So you're going gonna to say it's the longest battle in TV history. And all this, you want to get that out there, but you don't want to say, oh, yeah, turn up the brightness. All you got to do is put a, turn up the brightness on your TV. So you're going to fault people for not adjusting their TV. How the fuck are they I, supposed to know? I think they know? honestly just didn't know. Like They didn't think about it. Well, no, the cinematographer is the one who said he was being a dickhead. Oh, he was? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was watching. I, I had it on the, on the projector. HD, 110 inches, all the lights off. It was, I think I saw it as well as anybody could. And it was, I mean, it was just, that's that's what they wanted it to be. Right. But it was still frustrating. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm on board for it. So I, I think, Bobby, what you're saying is, you, they the filmmakers wanted you to make or the show make runners whatever they wanted to make you feel like you're in the battle your battle itself. It's confusing I, and disorienting. Totally understand that. Yeah, I read a uh, read on the Ringer actually. It said uh, the point of a you know watching the television show is to be you know visually being able to comprehend what's happening. There were so many scenes where I was like I, I uh, what's that? I felt like I was watching a scene in The Walking Dead for a second. Like I was like <laughs> all I see is like. Is that Brienne's head? I think that's her. And, <laughs> and then, like the the dragons are in the clouds, and I can't tell. I, I 
I, I, who who am I rooting for here? It was well, that's, it I, was that's, just it was I'm nitpicking. It was just yeah. really it, yeah. at Which first I was fine. well Danielle was like, see Tom, this TV's old. I knew we should have watched this upstairs. <laughs> and like, oh, you guys watch it down here? Yeah, we're like we shouldn't watch <laughs> it. We shouldn't watch it down here. I was like, I, I was fucking like, tank. Should should have should have watched it. Upstairs. Built like a tank. <laughs> I was like, my bad. And then I was like. That person's saying they can't say anything. This person's saying they can't say anything. So it, it was clearly yeah. You know, but with, with shadows, it's hard to see it on this one. Anyways. Yes, it was very very. <laughs> hard. She she had a point. Danielle is correct. <laughs> <laughs> How many times have you heard that in your life? <laughs> so, Porter, maybe this is leading to what you want to talk about. Jon Snow, great military strategist or, <laughs> or greatest military strategist? <laughs> fucking idiot! Fucking idiot! Jon Snow fucking sucks. Hold all on, that, before all starts, that lettuce for was that nothing. John, was that Jon Snow who who said the I don't know? Should go I, don't, I don't I, know who that fucking seem decision like a John it was. Idea. Whose ever decision it was was fucking an idiot because <laughs> I was I was sitting there <laughs> watching so this dumb. and everybody's like they're gonna light the swords on fire. I was like fuck the swords. Like what are you doing? The Dothraki are the first people to go in. The the cavalry. Cavalry it, is first. Never, never, <laughs> never. The whole time I'm just like, don't, don't, don't do this, don't do this. They're all gonna die. So I already know it's. They're all literally all of them are gonna die. That's what's happening right now, and that's so what happened. So Com- compounding, compounding that fact, the the red woman, the uh, Melisandre, showed up like ten minutes before the battle started. Yeah. Wait, they had no idea they were gonna have flaming swords. They were yeah. gonna send them. <laughs> they were just gonna kill. <laughs> just nope. Just Figure go in the out, dark. You got it. Yeah, Good luck, buddies. It. No, no, Here's no, a glow stick. no, uh, uh, you know, lightening up the load, throwing fucking archers or artillery, fucking softening up the truth. No, there was uh, that uh, um, meme that I posted where they're like around the, the uh, table doing the, the walkthrough with the, <laughs> like we normally do when we're doing a battle plan. And it's just like, nope, send all of the cavalry in first. Everybody that's supposed to be, and especially in a defensive situation, they are people that are flanked. You are, you're bringing in the infantry closer. You soften them up with artillery and archers. Infantry is in front. Once they're inside there, you take the fucking cavalry to the side to the flanks because now the infantry has a choice to either fight in front or fight to the fucking running horse, thousand pound horse running at them. It is it is a reason why that's used all the time. Cavalry is not used as an initial fucking attack. And of course, they fucking destroyed all of them and just basically mass genocide of all the Dothraki. They no longer exist anymore. Like arguably the most powerful army in, in the entire yep. show. Yep, hated that so, part. I was so, but angry. I did love when all, you just saw all the lights, yeah, get extinguished. That part I loved. Great visual, right. visually one right. of the few great visually. visuals. <laughs> Spectacular, but I was so logically, like, uh, logically it was, was so, so dumb. I, I saw all the <laughs> dumbest. There was, was a meme. So Thank you, Melisandre, for at least giving us some yeah. light in this episode so we could actually see. Yep. And the yeah. dragon. The same yeah. thing with uh, Beric, MVP of the episode for fighting with a flaming sword. <laughs> yes. Good man. The guy with one eye helped, yeah. helped us less. see more than anything. Speaking of, <laughs> so, speaking of Jon Snow, weird flex on um, just standing up to the dragon, just yelling at it, watching what would... I have, mixed, I have mixed feelings about that. Okay. He was going to debate him, right? <laughs> so I was like... Stand down, sir. When we had, when we had talked about that after the episode... I was kind of disappointed because it looked like, or at least when you looked at his face, if he's just like, I'm fucked. I'm standing behind this rock. I can't go anywhere. I got this dragon that's either going to bite my head off or set me on fire. And he stands up and he kind of does this like fucking, everyone's like, what, are you going to yell the dragon to death? He's like, no, he's yelling in the face of death, trying to be like, I'm not going out like a punk. Like just like, self, like fuck you, like just do it, fucking so, do so, it already. So at least run towards him to try and slice his right. throat. Do something. Like it's, uh, he's just, he just felt Push him. Pull. So <laughs> Do defeated, kind of thing, and I was just like, slices shiny. Cockles. I like him for doing it, but at the same time, like you're 
John fucking Snow, man. Like, it's not, I mean, I get it. The whole, uh, all of Winterfell at that point, like, how is he going to know all, all sorts of fucking badass is going to happen over in the in the Blood Grove or whatever that place is? Um, no, I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't like that part. It, 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 it rubbed me a little bit the wrong if, way. If he, but charged, I, yeah. if he charged, I'd be like, all right. Yeah. Yeah, John, yeah. my guy. But you stood there yelling. Yeah. I, no. I, I, don't, I don't get that. Other no. other great decision. Porter, you have to defend a, uh, a stationary target in, in the Godswood there, and you decide to do it with uh, 20 archers in an enclosed space which are who are career sailors. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. 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 Sailors by trade? No. Also dumb. Also very, very dumb. They like, made every arrow count, though. <sighs> <laughs> what what did you guys think of uh, Theon's? They also didn't appear to have any like swords or, or spears or anything. Yeah, else. it's just like oh, oh hey, ran out oh, of arrows. Fuck, well, whatever. <laughs> Wait, what are we supposed to do now? <laughs> I thought these were endless arrows. <laughs> those legless arrows. Yeah, yeah. I thought just it's just it's just a hilarious image in my mind of the juxtaposition between him charging at the Night King and him jumping off the ship. From like last season, yeah. like in front of your arms, like shit, and like, <laughs> like, and then he's just like, "Well, it's an king, so I'm going to charge at him." Now you're brave. Do you like what well, he was told? He was a good man, so that man, yeah. right? Yeah, he was a boss for his sins. <laughs> Jesus, it's terrible. They just stand I kinda, the whole time. Well, no, all right. I was gonna. My whole thing is, if you're gonna die at the hands of Night King, why charge at him? Make him come to you, hold your ground, because you you're giving him all the the leverage by going at him. Yeah. And, and Make him come to you. And his what uh, they just, sidekicks that they could still be right just staring at each other right now. <laughs> yeah, where's the security on them? Like, do your job. Yeah, thanks for showing up at all, White Walkers. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> Night, the Night King definitely blew a 3 L- three one lead. LVP. Yeah. They, they did literally nothing. You didn't see a single one. No, of yeah, them. they stayed outside. Like, I'm not even talking about that scene alone. Any other, they didn't do anything uh, else. That, the that's entire what I'm battle. saying. They yeah. stayed outside of Winterfell the entire battle, <laughs> except and, and that waited one for it to end. Random patrol, which was smart. They just happened upon. I thought. I thought that was. Smart that they stood out there the whole time. And then don't don't because if one of them dies, snow. then a whole bunch of them die. Whatever. No, if they, one of them dies, they're fine. Well, no, the whites. Only the only the whites that they turn die. Yeah. Oh, uh, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Uh, but then they come in and they just do literally nothing. So, <laughs> to me, I thought at, at one point where, okay, so explain to me when Khaleesi Dracarys is the Night King and he just. Takes it, takes it. They like, talked about that after the episode where they kind of debated on doing that one scene, but they there was no reason to believe that would kill them, but mm-hmm. wanted to essentially create dramatic effect mm-hmm. in the sense that, oh, they're staring at each other. That that moment where she's done that before and killed so many other people with Jakaris that it didn't work. Yeah, and then and then geez, like, nah, when no. all of those whites jumped on top of what is it Drago or Drogon, what, Drogon, and started stabbing I the was shit out of it, I was like, oh my, oh my god, god. No. they look like fucking ticks. Like, yeah, I, just, like, the, I thought it was like bees or something. Couldn't like, get yeah. them and off. Then you could just hear the fucking oh, the god, stabbing. I was like, no, 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 get out of there! You no, Drogon, fucking fly away! Yeah. You know, you what are you doing? So I actually and. Afterwards, after the the but burning he bit that scene, fucker's face I saw off. you know the Night King and Jon Snow were again face to face. What a bitch! Man. And I thought finally this is going to be the yeah. face to f- the the yes, you yeah. know everyone did the one on one fight that we've been anticipating. Yep. That was a and then Jon he Snow just, was supposed to be a Zora High, had, had, and then he just yeah, cops it was right out. There. It was right there. I'm gonna be honest. I didn't think. I I literally saw. I was like, you're surrounded by dead bodies. They're yeah. gonna stand up. It's definitely yeah. gonna happen. Yeah. You're yeah. not getting there. No. Yeah. No. I I was I. 
bitch move by the night. See, King. I actually thought when he went to I like when the, when the night king went to raise was pretty good. when he raised the dead, I thought he was just going to let them clear like a, a like a, a lane for them just to Oklahoma drill. Yeah, <laughs> I, was just, I, was, I was just thinking of <laughs> Oklahoma drill. Yeah, a soul train, <laughs> so Ian can throw his shoe at some random stranger again. <laughs> <laughs> he throws his shoe. Honestly, God, I wish I was there for that. <laughs> Almost just spit on all the <laughs> Almost happened. <laughs> Man, I chucked the hell out of that. Shit. <laughs> I had no idea what was coming. I was like, I like the uh, the me- like. We'll get to the memes later too. But I like the one where like Jon Snow and the Night King face to face, and the Night King's like, "Nah, I'm with my, my boys." boys. <laughs> Other good decisions, Porter. You, you station all your uh, trebuchets outside of the walls in the trench, right? Oh yeah, that's totally. where they go. Yeah. <laughs> and you and fire like you... three shots into that. Well, <laughs> and then. Done. And then you man <laughs> as little men as possible on the wall with a generous reserve just standing in the courtyard watching fucking people mm-hmm. fight. Mm-hmm. No, we got to protect this door. This door is really important. No, the fucking wall is clearly important because if you, you can't. Oh, my God. <laughs> <sighs> All right. So no defenses on the wall whatsoever. No oil. No, no dragon glass on the edges. No fucking none of that shit. Mm-hmm. Everything you had plenty of time to make that fucking big ass fucking fire moat that yeah. they put out and like how long do you think that fire was gonna last? For well, much what? longer when it turned out to be magic fire rather than <laughs> dragon fire, which would have burned all the wood immediately. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, God. So my biggest nit nitpick, Ian brought this up immediately after, and. You you are not alone in this this sentiment. I, I saw you know the ringer, oh, the yeah. ringer covers yeah, the yeah, Game yeah, of Thrones yeah. like it's the NBA playoffs. <laughs> um, well, HBO. Mm, yeah, I wonder how that works. Yeah, um, their podcast is phenomenal. So a few, a few things here. Here's who we know that died. Was Bless you. Jorah's gone. Yep. Leanne Mormont is gone. Like the, a the boss. cousin. She's gone. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. What? Um, I love that. There's one no of the one of the knights, the knights watchman. I forgot giant. his name, and the guy with the flaming sword. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it, there was not really a. You could say Jorah, maybe, but there really wasn't a central character killed off. And how I thought, Sam's alive makes no sense. What what made That's Game of Thrones it, it, it save me off? What it, made of Game of Thrones Game of Thrones was was its ruthlessness. Is that nobody's safe? You never know what's going to happen. And yeah. I, I was just expecting so, like a really main core central character to be killed off. And at least they all, I mean, the, the writers got the HBO and, and the ben, whatever is Benny off. They, they got soft. They, they stuck to those tough kills when it was already in the books. Of yeah. George R. R. Martin killing people off. But now that it's like, ooh, let's keep fans around. Let's, you know, keep our audience engaged. If there's yeah, a, I guess they can live. It kind of reminded me of The Walking Dead. If there's a Lord me. of the Rings fucking high, uh, like bright light. Everyone's frolicking around in the fucking bedroom when everyone finds out they're all each other alive. <laughs> I'm going to lose it. Steph Curry. Yikes. Yeah, I'm t- this is kind of like The Last Jedi for me, where when I first watched it, I loved it. Yeah. And then I watched it again, and then I'd just sit there. And I'm like, so Wait. many things pissed me off. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Like, yeah. it's it's just for the fans now. It's not... It really is. It's it's cheesy. It's corny. It's it was. I still liked it, Bobby. <laughs> I, I still liked it. What? <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's it's not Game of Thrones anymore. It's not. A bunch of p- more people should have died. 
the way it's happened, like... I mean, unless they're going to kill everybody this next episode. Yeah, and, and Cersei's going to fuck shit up. Like, for me, I think Cersei, she has to now. Like, no, I mean, like, the funeral pyre that they're conducting to get rid of everybody just gets out of control and everybody burns. <laughs> well, they, like, they, well, that's fine. That's they fine. Should I mean, have the Night King isn't going to br- bring him back anymore, so it doesn't really matter. They should have had one dragon on each pirouette. The fucking Dothraki should have behind all of the infantry. The archers just should have been lobbing fucking arrows, and the trebuchet should have just been lobbing fucking rocks. Until they started coming in, and the moment they did, firewall. Oh, you're coming again in another wave? Firewall. Mm-hmm. Just keep doing that till that <coughs> blue dragon shows up. You go off and take care of him, but like lighten the load. Like there was nothing. It was so There's no way. What would they say? Over a hundred thousand? That's what I thought it was. Hundred thousand troops. 000, yeah. At full sprint. Like that's that's a like they showed it like this uh, World War Z kind yeah. of yeah, wall yeah, that exactly, came at them. Exactly There's no. Uh, a sphinx or or lock shields anywhere that's going to stop that. You're talking. It's just what would the Dothraki do? No. Charging into that? Yeah. No. So that was, <laughs> no. That was the other thing that was insanely dumb to me. Like they know how this army or how the, how the army of the dead functions. Like so. Okay. So you ride out the Dothraki at them. Best case scenario, they don't just kill. They have to totally destroy. Technically, three at least each enemy soldiers in order for that to be an even trade. Mm-hmm. Because once you die, you become on their team. Once if you don't <laughs> if you don't if you don't totally destroy the enemy combatant, they're still going to be raised in ten seconds. Like yeah, yeah, you chopped his arm off, whatever. He's coming back. And then also, a horse still pretty effective if you're dead. <laughs> if, if if that dead horse comes back, they can just send a wave of a hundred thousand dead horses just <laughs> running through that same shield wall you're talking about. It was just really oh god, that that it killed me. So yeah, the, did, the lack of logic was really really annoying. It was incredible. To me, so angry. To me, it, it it kind of felt formulaic. What I mean by that, it, it just reminded me of Walking Dead, where some of these central characters faced an inevitable death, and then by just the luck of the draw, plot armor. They, Arya. Yeah, they they say we'll get into that, but just like it felt like Jamie was fucked, and then Brienne was about to be killed, and and so on, and Sam. How is Sam alive? Plot armor. No, no, no. <laughs> By salary armor. No. Yeah, no. I, I, I'm on the ground. He had got no one coming behind. I did you. love that John saw him struggling. He's like, yes. All right, nope, I'm I going to do my I thing. Can't do yeah. it right now. <laughs> I did I love, love that. I love that. Yeah, John. There are more important things no. at stake here. Right. Yeah. Love you, Sam, but you done sucked. Yeah, figure it out. He was going to su- supposed to go fight the Night King. That did not happen. No, no, he didn't do that. I hate that. All did right. anyone? I I, I, I only watched the episode once. Did we see what happened with Gendry after? Like we saw one shot of him on the wall smashing some stuff. Was he gone after that? No, they sh- they showed him alive at the end. Okay, I just I think I, there was a shot of him and Podrick on like a pile, just yeah, like, which yeah. again Blowing down pisses people. me off. These two chances? these two nonchalant characters are all of a sudden, oh yeah, <laughs> big badasses. I hate it. The chances alone of the amount of carnage that happened that all of these people managed to fucking stay alive. Yes. Who were on the front lines. Who were clearly in front, seeing all of it constantly. And then those moments of stopping and talking and turning around and watching what's... No. <laughs> no. That's not happening. No. Chaos of war and all that. I, that's I, I against forgive, the dead. No, I can forgive that never. though because that's you have to do that for the TV show. Like if they literally showed just uncontrollable chaos for eighty-two minutes, but not that much. No one be able to deal with. Is, it. is what bothered me because it's going to happen. Yeah, but uncontrollable chaos. Uh, I get it. But uncontrollable chaos is what it would have been 
in the sense of if they whatever I'm gonna stop it. I gotta stop. It. I can't. <laughs> um, I, I, can't I, I do want to. I do want to talk about Arya. Helios from the top rope. So this was uh, this was predict. I mean, season three. I forgot about this. Um, Melisandre and her talking yeah. seasons ago, and you're gonna kill one with brown eyes. You're gonna one shut with green a eyes. Lot of- Brown, blue, blue eyes. Yep. And they said after the episode, they said they've known for three years that it's going to be Arya, not John. And I wonder because George R. R. Martin gave him an outline, so I wonder if he's like, okay, no, this is what's going to happen because I don't think they're that smart to all of a sudden three years ago, right on the money, be like, all right, Arya's the one. Well, that's what I'm saying. I wonder, like three years ago, like when they were writing that scene, George R. R. was like, that's I think that's, that's George the, R. That's the importance yeah. of this line. Mm-hmm. And it, this That's the only way. Really curious to see how they play that out, showing that she killed the Night King. Like how that, what that conversation looks like, what that congratulations looks like, what's that like? Yes. You know, because they showed the Daenerys. King. No one killed the Night King with a fucking chalice. <laughs> like <laughs> congratulations to us, we're still alive. But let's go south and fucking kick Cersei's ass. But I, I'm interested to see how they handle that. Um, Give her the what about the significance of the of the dagger draw. that she used to kill him? That's <laughs> pretty solid. The uh, cat's paw or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, the one that was attempted on her brother. Mm-hmm. The one that was they killed Littlefinger with it. Killed it was drawn in the book, so it has some. It has to have some other significance because it's in the citadel in a drawing. That's what they had uh, flipped through when they were looking for things to weigh way to beat the White Walkers. Uh, what's her face? Uh, Gilly? Gilly was flipping Gilly. through, and it's in a page <laughs> drawn out. It's got to be from something, from someone, some Targaryen somewhere, because it's well, it was not a, it was Littlefingers. He got it from someone well, it was, else. He got it from the Lannisters. Yeah. Right, but it's... I thought he won... Did he win it or lose it in a bet on with Renly? I thought that was the... I don't know. Who I'm saying who it originally, originally was made from. Like well, it's this, Valerian Steel. Yeah. We know that. So right. it's old as dirt. Right. From the forges of, du- of fucking, what's it called? Uh, dragons Mustafar. and shit. Huh? Valyria? Yes. That's where Valyrian steel comes from. <laughs> dragons. Making it. It's dragon fire. <laughs> Did anyone I- expect that? Did, if you would have <laughs> guessed who would kill the Night King, would have anyone have said Arya? I, no. Not really? Honestly, no. It would have been my no. second guess. Like... That's so not your first guess, so you wouldn't have guessed it. Yeah, but I mean... I honestly was very paranoid because I was looking at my watch. I was like, they're going to fucking stop this with them staring at each other. That's what I thought they were going to They're going to yeah. stop this with them staring at with, each other. I'm going to be fucking furious. With everybody about to die. Yeah. Like, all their backs against the wall who should have died. Yeah. Jon Snow screaming at a dragon. <laughs> the, the, I, I liked that she killed him. Yeah. And I liked how she killed him. But it was very, it was very Snoke death-ish for me, where all of a sudden it's just like, Anticlimactic. So that's it. <laughs> so so that's what we're doing here. What I really didn't the, like is the war is over now. That I hope they fucking explain. Like Bran goes into some fucking backstory. Yeah, what was he working into? The Ra- crows, crows to know, watch I'm everybody sorry. else. Okay. But I mean, like zero explanation for anything. Man, I, who is he? What do you want? Why is all this happening? It was just like, no, what, he, he was, why man. did why did that? Fucking work. Was well, most like, we've seen him, and then all of a sudden, just... Bran apparently knew this the entire time and never said anything. But well, of course, can. it needed to because that was the the it, timeline. It was just but, so anticlimactic. Yeah, correct. I I agree with that. If they, if they I would have loved him to fucking say one word. 
we got a smile. Yeah. Overall, oh. Arya's character arc though is just so amazing. Um, you gotta love Arya. Yeah. Where where 100%. she's come from, and the, I mean, she's had a hell of a twenty four hours. <laughs> yeah, good for her. Gendry, watch the fuck out. <laughs> she's coming. <laughs> that throner is coming for you. <laughs> you know, who has green eyes. Nightman cometh. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Uh, I, I go if. The internet give, giveth away to me this week as LaShawn McCoy ruined the Avengers for me. Then. What was the exact tweet? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> however, the internet came totally redeemed itself following Game of Thrones. I love that. And so good, good God. I joined Twitter.com for the Game of Thrones sports references. <laughs> they were so great. The, the the one that initially just killed me was they took out Damian Lillard's face after the buzzer beater mm-hmm. and just put Arya's, and I just lost it. Yeah. Um, there's just the amount of memes and gifts and, and so on and so forth that have been associated with this right afterwards has been just the all all of the I love the putting the Titanic music to Arya. Yes, today. so good. I played that at work today, and everyone was so confused on the other side of the cube. They were like, "Are you playing Celine Dion?" <laughs> Shut <laughs> up! I was like, "Shut your mouth!" Yeah, I'm a marine with a sleeve <laughs> tattoo. What of it? I like Celine Dion. Hoorah! <laughs> uh, <laughs> did you watch the one I sent today in the, in the group chat? The Steve Buckhans one. The dagger. Oh, dagger! <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I was cracking up. Yeah. It's like no so response. poorly that made too. Perfect. So <laughs> So, so what happens now? I think Cersei's gonna fuck shit up. Well, we gotta. It's gonna be tough. I mean, she's got two fucking dragons. Yep, I mean, they I, destroyed an entire armada that was going across but uh, Slaver's got, Bay. Right now, they've got like nobody. Right, their yeah, army is nobody, and she's got the Golden Company. Yeah, yeah. Fuck those guys. Yeah, if only the other elephants. Well, no elephants. <laughs> she really wanted those elephants. Yeah, she did. So I, I think it's just. Hot, well, I, I honestly did not know that. The dawn is, when winter, Doran is going to come. Winter out came. I did not know that it would end at episode four. Three, uh, three. three excuse yeah. me. What do we have? Three more episodes left. Three four, more. five, and yep. six. Where? Yep. Halfway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's um. There's going to be. This is the inevitable. Who who is finally going to be uh, on the Iron Throne? So that was like my kind of thing. Where, you know, this whole show started off Game of Thrones. We were led to believe that, all right, this is a story about the battle for the Iron Throne. Who's going to become the king or queen of, of, of this realm, this world? And then two or three seasons in, we learn, no, it's actually about the living versus the dead. The real enemy is death. And so, okay, now we're switching focus. Who cares about the Iron Throne? We should be all focusing on beating death. Now we're back here, episode three of the last, halfway through the, uh, excuse me, hold on. Halfway through the last season of the show, and we're like, okay, no, the Night King is dead. It's really is about who's sitting on the Iron Throne. It is about the throne. The entire story is about that chair and who becomes king or queen. And I guess I like that concept yeah. where like they're kind of taking you for like a roller coaster ride. It's like, all right, here's what we're about. No, here's what we're about. Nope, here's what we're about. Now here's what we're about. Plot twist. See, I actually think the opposite. I think. Episode one, they introduce the White Walkers as they do as the enemy. 
They yeah. do. And everything else is but just it's, petty but bullshit. Then it's not bullshit. But then it's not mentioned again until, like, like, what, season two or three? But it's it's all about the first episode is Winter is Coming. Like, no, right. the first scene. scene exa- exa- a prologue. Exactly. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, I think that is why it's such a downfall for me because they introduce it as, hey, this is what it's about. The other thing is just politicking. Yeah. And now the last three episodes are going to be all about the politicking nonsense instead of the real war, which just ended like that. Like a Thanos snap. Yeah. Ooh, I just ought to get an answer. <laughs> uh, quick sidebar. Did not like uh, the little winky eyes and everything with Tyrion and Sansa. See, I totally... Yeah, I, yeah I agree. I, not a fan. I totally thought they were going to donk themselves off. I I thought at that moment they were... I, I, I actually I, thought they were going to kill Tyrion, themselves he, together. Like, yeah, they yeah. kissed her hand. I was, I was like, like, like is, 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 he's about to die. Yeah. I was going to die. They're just going to cut each other's throats. But of course they won't, because nobody fucking died of importance. Yeah. Jorah, yeah, yeah, whatever. Jorah had to die. He did. Theon had to die. Brienne should have died. Grey Worm, Grey Worm should have died. died. I <laughs> thought Grey Worm for sure was going to get yeah. died. No, and then some surprises no, should he's got happened. a beach ship coming up. We're going to go to the <laughs> beach. <laughs> he's got a beach ship coming and up. And we'll all protect you on the beach. <laughs> did you, there was a meme that said rock, paper, paper s- and then Grey Worm and the girl. <laughs> Scissoring. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> I was up far some, too late Saturday night on Twitter. <laughs> I, I couldn't stop. I like, couldn't stop it, either. It, it, it was, was so forking funny. Um, but from where we go from here, I mean, yeah, I guess it just goes back to the politicking. And but I, can I, they I, really? I mean, we have three episodes. Surgery. I mean, well, so here, here, I think yeah, this this week is going to be three, three long episodes. What is Jamie? Yeah, they're long now? episodes. Mm-hmm. Well, wh- wh- where's Braun? My man. Where's Braun at? Fuck this. This fucking family. I read somewhere they're like, I hope he just disappeared with the gold that was outside. Yeah. The just took it and ran. Just never see him again. Yeah. <coughs> what about Jamie? Does he fulfill his prophecy, or does he die? And, and Arya takes and his Arya face. takes his face. Now that's the now that's the big one. Ooh. See, my my one wish is for could you take his face, but how does she grow? Like mm. like a no. foot. She's done it before. Hey, my one wish is for Tormund to finally get his. Oh yeah, Brienne. He better. I, if they, they will, though. They're, you, they're gonna. You do know. HBO that. just wants to satisfy his fans now. That's what they do. I don't think they're gonna. I think they will. Gentlemen's bet. Tell her. Gentlemen's bet. I think they're gonna keep teasing. Tell her I will. Tell her because it's a funny joke. I don't think they will, though. It was just like her getting knighted. They just they want those moments. Oh yeah, she definitely wants to fuck me. I like that moment. What'd you say? I've always had blue eyes. I've always had blue eyes. That was funny. And then, okay, then my last question: Who's Azora High now? <laughs> if it or isn't that what we're supposed to find out by if the end it, of this? If it exists, well, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I guess we mean if it exists, like if it's an actual if they like, play thing. it, if they if they go through with it. Well, I think that would go along with Ian saying, "We're like, if why do we hype this this guy up so much? This to, for it to turn to be nobody or nothing." Because they started following the books too closely early on and then realized, oh, shit, we got to narrow down our focus a lot more to finish this in seven seasons, eight seasons, whatever it is. The books are just filled, apparently, with just unbelievable amounts of history and knowledge that is not even closely represented in the the show, um, which is the only reason I've actually really wanted to go back and read the books. Because they're just (laughs) nerd so much. I think that's going to be my summer summer reading project. Is uh, once the season ends, I'm gonna 
Yeah, it goes yeah, it goes into take another immense step of the depth into yeah, Valeria, into all the places baseball. like east of Westeros, There's like time. massive, yeah. massive amounts of uh, detail. Yeah, I told, I told a couple people who told me to read the books. I was like, nah, but I know it's gonna happen. Like, you have no fucking idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been told by people who read the books and love the show, you have to take them as two separate things. Exactly, there are two separate things. Now you have to acknowledge that and go into it thinking that. You yeah. can't be going into with expectations for either based on the other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what I'm going to try to do. So that's why I'm going to – that's kind of why I'm – well, actually, so Megan and I just started wa- rewatching the whole series. We just – we got I, home. I thought about that. We got home and watched the pilot, the winter is coming, and the next one. She fell asleep like halfway through, <laughs> but I watched it all. Um, halfway. <laughs> and so now we're like on this train. Also, uh, other Ian wants me to start – the Wire, because he's watching The Wire now. For the love of God, Bobby, <laughs> Bobby watch The Wire. Oh, Come Jesus on, Christ. I have so much shows to watch, man. And now, now I'm trying to read more too, guys. <laughs> I could try to watch The Wire. You got this. You could commute to work on the Mark train and give you plenty of time to read. See, I got to work different hours, <laughs> and also my the train runs different hours. <laughs> All right, you guys. What? <laughs> that was the joke. <laughs> no, so I'm saying I can like wake up and watch like, watch episodes before I go to work because I go into work later. That's what, he, that's what Ian does. The Wire got LaShawn McCoy for me. By Oof. by Umo. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's right, Umo. I know you bought me I a gift I card. I know you're listening to this. And you... <laughs> it's never going away. Is that bad? <laughs> it's just, it's What's that just mean? Not... And then I just gave up. Did I break it? Watching. I, know, I know I need to go back. Yep. It's <laughs> it's still so worth it's, it. it it's, and that's what I tell so everybody worth. about everything else, too. Yeah. If it gets spoiled, it doesn't matter. It's still great. Yeah. And Especially if great. you watch The Wire, you'll see actually... Strangely enough, you'll see a lot of parallels to Game of Thrones. Very good storytelling. Carcetti. Yep. <laughs> Fuck Carcetti. Fuck O'Malley, the piece of shit. Poor defense systems? Yes. Yeah, just it's a trap. That there's just, you're seeing a storyline from so many different angles and so many different characters. However, it's all meant, it's all so cohesive. Mm-hmm. Um, you really didn't see that until The Wire. That, really, that was really the first show to do that. Way to go, Baltimore. Way to go. <laughs> <laughs> Proud of you. <laughs> All right. Well, good times. Mr. Good Cookie, episode. thanks for joining us again. Yeah. Happy to be here. Bill Wallace, dead, everybody. Um, the Put Me in Coach podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Give us a follow, like, subscribe, spread the word. At Ian underscore Foster 21, at Tom underscore Natalie, at Gregory has sweaty ears, Porter. His cans are hot. <laughs> at Bobby <laughs> underscore Blanco for your boy, PMIC podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. For all the lads, thanks for listening, everybody. We will talk to you next time. Night. This has been Put Me In Coach Podcast. Screw you guys, I'm going home.